All right, folks, it's another episode of America's Hometown Horror that's brought to you yet again by Shine Through Window Cleaning. Yet Shine, again. <laughs> yet again, baby. Shine Through Window Cleaning is a family-owned and operated company that proudly serves Plymouth and the surrounding area. They treat your home or business like they would treat their own, and they believe in building their reputation on every job they do. Get in touch with Shine Through today to discuss your window cleaning, gutter cleaning, and power washing needs at 781-812-9189. That's 781-812-9189 or at shinethroughwindowcleaning.com. That's Shine, T-H-R-U, window cleaning. The power of Christ compels you Jesus. I was to call <laughs> Shine Through. I'm impressed at how well you read. Window cleaning. You, it seemed like you had that pretty much. Memorized. It's almost like you memorized yeah, it. I've done it a yeah. bunch of times. Because I don't no, think no, you no. can you can't that? read that well. I so mean, you must have memorized it. I mean, I like to think I can read that well, but I guess maybe not. That quickly? I don't know. Without st- stuttering? No. Just, 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 I, don't mean, I don't really <laughs> I don't know. You, you don't stutter, so <laughs> no. I don't want to. Just ignore me. I don't well, know I appreciate that. But yeah, call Shine Through Window Cleaning today, and here we go. What an excellent day for an exorcism. What is up, folks? Welcome back to another episode of America's Hometown Horror, episode number 34. And, of course, as always, I am joined by my usual co-hosts, Andrew and Kat. Guys, what's going on? Same old thing. Yeah. Same old thing? Hola. Yeah. Drinking Hola. and... Uh, yeah. Kat, what's up with you? Not much. What's up with you? Not a whole lot. <laughs> Just hanging out. Why are you asking so many questions, yeah. goddammit? <laughs> I mean, it's kind of my job to ask questions. Uh, apparently. But... Fair. Uh, we are here in the in the studio again tonight to record uh, an episode about one of our favorite horror movies, or some of our favorite horror movies, another classic, and uh, that, of course, is The Exorcist, but with us in studio tonight, we have a very special guest, uh, first time on America's Hometown Horror. Not to make you feel uncomfortable, but you're very special. Mm. We'll put you on the spot, uh, in the Matt spotlight, What's going on? What's going on, man? Happy to be here, I'm excited, one of my Welcome. favorite movies How's everything? of all time. So. I know, thanks so much for coming on, we're yeah. excited to have you. I wanted to ask you a couple things real quick before we kind of jump into yep. news and a little bit about The Exorcist. Uh, you know, obviously you're a big horror fan. That's why we wanted to get you on this episode. So just to give everybody kind of like a baseline as to where you are for horror, okay? What are your top three favorite horror movies? Uh, if you could name three. Does it have to be like in a special order or just top three in general? Top three in general is fine. The Exorcist, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Rosemary's Baby. Okay. I was hoping you were going to list the t-shirt you're wearing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I love the Texas yeah. Chainsaw Massacre. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. And then uh, what's your, do you have an upcoming horror release that you're the most excited for? Something that you've been looking forward to for a while? I guess the new, I've, I've been following that Halloween reboot thing kind of closely. Mm. So I guess the they released the trailer for it too and it looks pretty dope. So yeah, I'm going to have to go with that. Halloween Kills next October. What Another, do you th- only one more year from yep. October. Oh my gosh, so I fucking know. Better be, better be worth it. <laughs> it's like I think it will be. I, 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 I like really I like the first one. It was good. What do you think of the titles for the next two? What is it? Halloween Kills and, and then Halloween, Halloween Ends. I'm into it. Yeah. You know what I love is Keep that like Danny McBride's attached to it. I love Danny McBride. Danny McBride's phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I I, I guess his best role though is as Kenny Powers. Oh, of course. Yeah, that was great. I guess I respect they're not calling them Halloween two and three because those titles were already taken. I yeah. guess, but it's just they're interesting titles. But they're really bragging about the kill count in this one too. It's yeah. supposed to be like a bloodbath. Okay, so yeah, I'm into it. I mean, I love Halloween. It's yeah. one of, the original one's one of my favorites of all time. So, and I thought I thought the remake was really good. Close runner up. Um, best Halloween season of the witch. Season of the witch is very That's good. What I, I don't know if it's my favorite. No, because no, I I legitimately think that one's the best. Because um, I like weird. 
Also looking forward to the Candyman remake, the Jordan Peele Candyman yeah, remake. That looks sure. pretty cool. Uh, Ghostbusters sequel that's supposed to that was supposed to come out this summer. That looks pretty cool. Is sequel that real or is that a remake? Yeah, no. So it's a sequel to Ghostbusters two or a prequel. Uh, no, it's a sequel. It's oh. supposed to be. I'm just gonna uh, keep asking questions so you give me the answer I want. It's <laughs> it's supposed to be Egon's family. So like Egon's grandchildren. Oh, that's right. And they go oh, out to like okay. a that was so long ago that like we watched the, that trailer and it was supposed to be out this summer, right? I know. He's the only one that's not then COVID still happened. alive, right? In like real life, yes, yeah. yeah Ernie Bummer. Hudson uh, and then Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd are all still alive, but yeah. yeah, he's not unfortunately. But yeah, I think that's going to be cool too. But all right, awesome. Well, thanks for coming on again, yeah. man. We're excited Thank to have you. Me, and uh, I think it's particularly relevant that you said, you know, first thing out of your mouth, favorite horror movie with The Exorcist. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to have you on tonight to talk about that. Oh yeah. But before we get into The Exorcist, which I think we'll have a pretty lengthy Jeez. conversation about. Cat's favorite topic that seems to come up week after week, and that's just a couple of quick news items. But uh, you know, so Cat, Cat, Cat loves. She would say that it's not quick enough. No, yeah. I mean, I think it's particularly important if yeah. you're a horror fan. Like sometimes you may not read Bloody Disgusting or whatever other websites are out there and keep up on this news. So I think it's important if people listen to us, I, I mean, that we I, let them know about I, this right. stuff. If right? those yeah. few people yeah. that do listen to us, they should listen to this part. You mean the hundreds of thousands of people that listen to us? Is that yeah, what you mean? Sure. hundreds of thousands. Yes. Oh my goodness. No, I'm, I'm joking. A delusion. I'm joking. Oh, no, okay. Yes, I'm joking. joking. No, but yeah, but if you're gonna listen to us, this is the part you should listen to. Yeah. So part of Go on with the news, please. <laughs> and you guys watch, uh, I know, Kat, we haven't. Either of you guys watched Lovecraft Country yet? The new HBO no. show that came out on I Sunday night? I didn't know that. That's already the came one out. I had wanted no. to see. We yeah. saw this trailer like months ago. I yeah, and it's it. finally out. It debuted on Sunday night. It's. Uh, Did you watch it? I have not seen it yet. I was going to yeah. say, yeah. I'm like, you watched it without me? Yeah. Jeez, acts like he watched it. Well, that's yeah. what I Have you watched this yet? You <laughs> no, I had that as a question Thanks, for man. you guys to see if anyone else had, because I, I haven't yet. So I okay. felt like you were judging me. I never judge you. I never judge you. That's all I... A couple of newsworthy points, okay? Uh... We talked a little bit about Barrett's Haunted Mansion last week. We were doing our uh, non-scary, uh, our non-horror scariest movies, Correct. right? And they had mentioned basically that they were going to be doing some sort of an event this year that was not the haunted house, not the cell, not their typical experience, but something else new. So it turns out they've actually announced what that's going to be now. So Matt, do you do you like going to haunted houses? You you've been to Barrett's. You yep. like going to stuff like that? I went to Barrett's. Um I used to go to all the time, like, when I was in high school, even a few years after that. And then one of me and um, Sarah's first dates was there. Oh, no way. She fucking hated it. (laughs) I wonder if Mike was the one that horrified you. I did work there one year. Really? Yeah, I I did. Yeah, I worked there one season, like, four or five times. And I much more enjoy being a guest walking through than working. It was definitely fun scaring people. Yeah. It was, but it's it was, I'm glad that yeah. I did it. Yeah. But in the same sense, I'm like, oh, I really wish I was walking too. through. It is. It's very, it's like, it's It's definitely very disciplined. They do an mm-hmm. awesome job. It's why I love it so much. But um, I was excited to hear that they were going to do something for this season. Yeah, and it I turns, just read that yesterday. Yeah, yeah. So it, as it turns out, it's not actually going to be some sort of, I thought maybe they might do something where they lead you through the house in, by appointment only with masks on, socially distant type thing, but it's not going to be that. So what they're yeah. calling it is a, a quote-unquote all-new drive-in experience where each weekend they're going to be playing a, a horror double feature. Mm-hmm. You go there, you that's park. Awesome. Yeah, that's super And awesome. then they're going to have all the roaming actors that they always had in line 
roaming from car to car trying to scare the shit out of you, which I think is a pretty cool idea. Yeah. You could scare I mean, the shit out of somebody when they're in a car. That's a good idea. Oh, yeah. yeah. You don't hear them. You don't hear the oh, footsteps. Yeah. You got yeah. your windows Bang. rolled up. You're uh-huh. listening yep. to probably... Because usually drive-ins do like a ri- special radio station. Yep. So, yeah, you're... No, it would be the scariest yeah. thing, though, if you were in the car. It would be the Zodiac Killer just comes up. Uh, well, yeah, that really happened to a few people, so that would actually be hard. That would be the worst case. That would be... If you're going to scare people, do that. Way to go morbid there, Andrew. Way to go morbid. Just some dude just charging at you. You're like, oh my God, he's got a gun. Is this an attraction or am I just dead? And the guy's like, bang. (laughs) That's fucked. Yeah, so uh, anyway. so new event from uh, Barrett's Haunted Mansion coming out this fall. They haven't announced what movies they're going to be doing yet, but, I mean, we'll definitely be going. I would love to go and check that out. And also, oh, yeah. while you're sitting there in your car, apparently the Abington Ale House will deliver food to you. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, so they're all kind of, like, like you know, same ownership group. They're all partnering together. To Can I also play Kino bring you in new. my car? Yeah, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, that would just be... If I'm not be, driving, like, that would be amazing. They don't have a Kino yeah. app yet? I'm yeah. pretty sure they do. Oh, they probably do, actually. Well, but you have to live in Rhode Island uh, to use it. I don't know. Yeah, they don't have one yeah, in Massachusetts. Yeah, otherwise, Massachusetts. That, that would know about I was it. like, if I was like, I'm pretty sure that. that. Like, <laughs> yeah, when we, we, when we saw you uh, this past weekend, we were playing a lot of Keno. Oh, yeah. I, I sat down and played 20 games in a row. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I won all my money back, though, so I was like, all right. We actually we had, a, we had a pretty good day, too. We had a pretty good day. We were only down, like, 25 bucks at the end of the day. Which is like, that's not a total loss. Best one I ever had? Yeah. you're like, okay, that's fair. One dollar. Five numbers. That's no, awesome. Actually, was it six numbers? It was sixteen hundred bucks. Wow! Regardless for a dollar bet. One of uh, one of our neighbors actually plays that way. One she number. does one number, yeah. and she, and she wins like big if she hits it. Times or something. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's a pretty. It's a bold. Yeah. yeah. No, it's a bold bet. <laughs> <laughs> I was a bold bet. I got yeah. paid off for a few times. It was a dollar. Like, you know, I got five out of six anything, numbers. But... Oh. No, well, six out of six. That's just lucky. But I bet a dollar and I won sixty hundred right. bucks. Right, that's crazy. <laughs> that's great. insane. At the Ming Dynasty in Marshfield. Yeah, nice. shout wow. out. They were shout recently. The they they were recently in the news for yeah, not so the news for not, a, not a good thing. Yeah, yeah. For, not, for not being very chill. They were like, you know what? We're gonna do whatever we want. But oh man, did we get off topic there? I know. That's okay. It's fine. It's fine. So I think what we were talking about no Kino at Massachusetts, unfortunately. So no Kino at the Barrett's Haunted Mansion event. But you can go there, watch some pretty cool horror movies, and get scared by people walking around. So I am all the way the fuck in on that. I wish yeah. I had Kino, though. I might try to go every weekend. Um, I mean, hey, we yeah. should, we should, uh, we should, we should go. That'd sometime. be fun. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. We could um, do a live podcast. Another place. Oh, be fun. I don't know if they'd allow that. Why? No, you just wear a microphone. We just walk around. We're watching a movie. That's well, true. I guess we're on their grounds. We'd have to. We'll figure it out. We'd if we're sitting in a yeah. car, like <laughs> yeah. they can't stop yeah. us. I no. guess I guess you're right. What are they going to come by and be like, what are you doing in there? Mm. I'm um, bootlegging Jaws. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here. Like, no. I am excited to see what they actually do for double features, though, because I remember like a few years back we went and they had like movie clips playing on a big screen when yep. you were underneath the tent. And they yeah. stopped doing that for a while in favor of like other types of it. Like they brought in the cell, like that second attraction mm-hmm. and everything. No, they saw the movies. But they didn't have they cool little facts about them, too. They didn't always. Which, no, yeah, that was cool, too. So I, I, I like that. I think they'll do a good job. One of my favorite ones is that they did a bunch. They did like a big Stephen King stream. Oh, and awesome. there's so much Pet Cemetery in there. And I just, that movie is fucking great. Yeah. yeah. That's that's a great one. That's the a original guilty, one's kind of a guilty pleasure in terms one. of like when you think about it. The uh, remake sucks. No, the remake was trash. The remake yeah, was yeah. terrible. Least, we, yeah, it was terrible. I watched. Ten I was minutes so of disappointed. It, it, it was like, I I don't know what I have figured out, but I like can watch ten minutes of a movie and be like, I don't like this at all. I wanted to like it so much with John Lithgow and Jason Clarke. John Lithgow, John Lithgow was the only good part of yeah. the movie. Yeah, yeah. His cigarette stained mm. fucking white. Oh yeah, best role ever, John Lithgow. Not Harry and the Henderson. 
Although it should be. Twilight but Zone the movie? Nope. Dexter? The Trinity Killer Ooh, Dexter. Dude, yeah. 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 That was my favorite season of that show. That's the best season. Mm-hmm. Season four? Cats, oh, Cats I a big Dexter person. The whole, book of, like, the whole like, book of Revelations type thing, like with oh, Wormwood yeah. and like shit like that. Fucking crazy, dude. I loved that. Yeah. That's up there as one of the best seasons up there with True Detective season one. Oof. I mean, favorite. it's tough to beat True Detective season one. True Detective one. season one is the best season of television I've ever seen in my life. I know. It's I hard to compete so with It's so Almost impossible. Fucking good. But... You can make him bond. But we died. I know. I know. I could go. I I could go off about True Detective. (laughs) Did you know Mike wrote an article about this? I read it. Got published. I enjoyed reading it very much. Thank you. Thank you. See, they make fun of me when I write stuff, but I appreciate it. Oh, it was that was great. They bust my balls a little bit. They're my co-hosts. They have to. So it's fine. If you ask me to proofread something, I'm going to bust your balls on. Yeah, that's true. I did ask you to proofread that, but I didn't. That's awesome. That's yeah. That's the second. I'm impressed. Is that the second article you've had? Yes. Two. Second one. Yep. I'm more than impressed because that's dedication. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yes. You don't have to kiss my ass, though. I, that's, <laughs> I don't kiss your ass. You <laughs> take the appreciation when you get it. I Okay, I do appreciate it, and thank you all very much. I appreciate yeah, it. absolutely. In addition to uh, Barrett's Haunted Mansion, another thing that's going to be open this season, one of the most famous haunted attractions, not only in New England, but in the country, it's a place called Haunted Overload, Ooh, which is okay. in New Hampshire. Have you heard oh. of this one before? I, no, but I thought you were going to say Spooky World. Uh, so I haven't heard anything about Spooky World yet. That's one of my personal favorites Me because too. I've been going since it was in Berlin when I was really, really young. But uh, Haunted Overload has been voted one of the top 13 haunted attractions in the country twice. I like how they do top 13. Top 13. It's Very un- interesting. It's un- Very spooky. Yeah, unlucky number. Numbers. Unlucky number. Uh, and also Ooh, in 2014, clever. it won ABC's Great Halloween Fright Fight. So they're pretty famous. They're out there. They announced they're going to be doing something for this season. Uh, they're known for incredibly immersive sets and a lot of detail. Cool. Apparently they offer three different tours where you can go during the day. So if you don't want to be scared by people, you can walk through everything and just see what they built during the day. But you can also do two other experiences where there are people scaring you. So they're going to be open this season. They already announced it. They said the tickets go on sale September 1st. And there are, quote, many protocols in place to keep people safe. Details coming soon. Cool. That's another one that I have not personally been to, but I would like to this year, especially yeah. if not too much shit is going to be opening up. I think my coworker went there, and he said it was awesome. Okay. Like, really I've awesome. I've, I've only heard good things, but it is, yeah. like, way in the sticks in New Hampshire. It's in, like, Lee. Yeah. It's, like, at least two hours from I don't, I'm Yeah, that's still, like, that... The more, like, out of nowhere you are, I feel like the better it is. Because oh, if you're, sure. like, in a corn maze, like... Yeah. That's, that's terrifying. Fucking, yeah. <laughs> if I'm at my Literally, neighbor's yeah. house, you're like, oh, that's boring. Yeah. Did you see uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark? The no, movie that came I out didn't. recently? There's a pretty good scene. I heard, scene. like, really mixed reviews about it. I was... We... I, got I, a I liked out, it. You, so. you liked it when we watched it, too. I loved and the stories, though. The stories are awesome, and they had a really good... Uh, corn maze scene yeah. so it was good so check that one out they nailed the uh, from like what I saw with the trailer like they nailed the like the effects look. of like the yeah. illustrations like pretty spot on yeah they really did. did you you saw that one too right it's no on, isn't it on uh, it was on Prime for a while Prime on um, Shutter no no, not, not even on Shutter it was just on oh. Amazon Prime we just subscribed to Shutter through Amazon gotcha. Prime so some of the shit like blends together I have time. it through YouTube TV nice. nice so I feel like sometimes I'm I feel like it's, I'm missing out on stuff as a, if I was to have the actual full app. Yeah, I get the same vibe too. Because when I sometimes when I open Amazon and I go to the Shutter channel, like I have to search for some of the newer stuff. It doesn't like yep. automatically pop up. Have you ever seen the? Um, it's like Southbound. It's like four different directors making four different shorts. It's like XXX. It's like all female 
directors. Oh yeah, I know what yeah. you're talking about. XX is it XX? I don't know what it. I don't remember what it's the called. The first but one's I know like this, like yeah. family that's starving and like they can't eat food. Like the kid like won't eat anything. He just starves yeah. himself to death. It's just like four short stories, essentially, four Sounds short awful. movies, all directed by women. That's like the big thing. Is yeah, women sure. did. It's impressive, you know. And it's well, like, they're women. Like, <laughs> so, like, hey, like there you go, good job. Starving. No, there's four. The first <laughs> Wait, one is. What are you talking? About? I was giving a brief synopsis of something that I thought <laughs> like, I'd seen. It. No, no, So like, it made no sense. I don't want to give it away. That's like the yeah, most, you don't want to spoil it. All right, right so basically, right. no, yeah, because it's a short story. So if I say anything, I'm gonna. I understand. It so it's Andrew time on the show. You guys are fucking assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we have to bust your balls a little bit, right? Remember? It's like the short no, story I only where bust these your kids balls. like starve. You bust her balls women, pretty good so too. No, like there's like the kids all of a sudden they get on a subway with their mom, and this guy has a box, and he opens up the box. And the like kid in looks seven, inside. it's like his mom. You don't head. even care. You're not even paying attention no. to what you just said. <laughs> so the guy opens up the box, and the kid looks inside, and all of a sudden he won't eat anything. He's like traumatized by what was inside that box. It was... So he doesn't eat any food, and he eventually just starves to death. So I'm just going to give away the whole... And then the whole family just eventually starves to death. Wow. wow. It was a very... I thought it was Sounds a like a real good, uplifter. <laughs> it's it's my level. <laughs> yes, it does sound That's like an Andrew That's my favorite movie. type of heart. <laughs> I will give you that, yes. That is an Andrew um, I, you know, I'll, I'll take, I'll, I'll take your side. I love, like, <laughs> yeah. a good bleak, just, like, <laughs> I fuck. Like, yeah, just I, I, I do. God like, damn it. Like, yeah. I feel terrible. Like, for instance... You're a big Stephen King guy. <laughs> the Mist. I think the ending of that movie, while a total kick in the balls, is an awesome ending. Also mm-hmm. different than the book. Very different than the short story. Yep. Yes. Yes, it and is. And I only know that not because I read anything, because you said that yes, one time. I did say that. But yeah, honestly, that. it's like 130 pages. You could read it in like a half I could, hour. but yeah. I choose not to. Yeah. Because I'd rather watch the movie for two hours. I know. I know. But the story. I don't remember what actual book collection that that's in off the top of my head. I don't think it's Night Shift. No, 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 no. It's, it's way later. Uh, it might be like Everything's Eventually. Did you ever read his new something. stuff? I have not Frank read said his he, latest Frank said one. he got Audible and he said it was really good. Yes. He, uh, he was telling me that too. I've heard If It Bleeds was very good. I haven't yeah, read that's what he, yeah. I try it. See, I like, I'm working my way through his older stuff. Um, I'm actually on a little hiatus from Stephen King. I'm reading Silence of the Lambs, and that shit's Ooh. fucking awesome. I read Red Dragon in like three days. That's awesome. And it was, you know what? It, he's like Thomas Harris is such a good writer, and his storytelling is so dope. But it's so like it's at like a breakneck pace because it's not he doesn't beat around the bush. It's just he's like telling the fucking story, and he's just like getting to it, and it's fucking. So awesome. it's not like the movie with dialogue. It's just like. Well, there's the dialogue and stuff, but it's, but it's like there's not like he's not spending a page and a half on like the detail of the fucking girls. See, uniform. that's a like, book yeah. I would read then. Yeah, that's that's, that's a really good because one of my favorite books was The Gunslinger. <laughs> well, I think I think one of the reasons, and I think a lot of I haven't directors. I have gone to Dark Tower yet. That's the only one I read. Out, I read right? the first one, and like I'm 120 pages. I'm like, eh. <laughs> I I I, I want to get back into it, but I feel like a lot like one big thing that a lot of people didn't get about Stephen King stuff is. Stephen King's books are very long. They're very detailed, mm-hmm. right? So, like he, like you said, he takes like a page and a half to describe like the most minute aspect of something. Yes. There's, he just yeah. fucking. Well, if you're gonna make it, it's very easy to kind of like brush through a page if it, you have it, to. Exactly. So I feel like now, especially with like the It movies, like they divided up into two chapters, and they're kind of they're doing like the good oh, Pet Cemetery. I thought would be a oh, good one too, but that it, didn't work It missed out. a lot of good stuff that they. It did. Had it did. Book. But I, I thought they were overall too. I I loved the second one. I don't know about really? you. I did. Ooh, I wow. loved it. Oh, I thought it was really cringy because they tr- it tried to be too funny. 
You didn't like it either, Kat, the second it. I love the first one. I love the first one. I hate the second one. The second one is just like, their banter is just super dumb. I was like, this is fucking crazy. A lot of people say that. I like the first one way better than the second one. I thought there were some good actors. I I thought Bill Hader was great. I loved the effects with it. I loved how they went like big and cosmic and crazy. The one thing I liked about The best part of the movie was the beginning with the. I was just going to say. Yeah, that opening scene is the best part of the movie. That part of the book is one of the scariest parts of the movie. That's the part with the carnival, with the. With the, yeah, with the, yeah. Well, they just Adrian, beat him up. Uh, yeah. 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 What his last yes. name is? Yeah, yeah. That was like disturbing to watch. I remember but we saw that like yeah. opening Thursday me too. night, yep. and we were sitting there. Like, I was we like, were probably I, I knew, only rose we away from each other. Yeah. I knew it was. Yeah. You seen in Kingston? Here's yeah. the problem. Yeah. Yep. I knew. I knew it was coming, and I was just like, ooh. Like, Here's ooh, the problem. Though. Ooh, it makes sense in the book. I get that. Well, the way it's laid out in the book is sweet too. Yeah, but you can't start a movie off like that, and then the way you did. Well, that should be like you can't be like. They ah. were they were they were also like, like assuming that if you're watching this movie, you saw the first one and you're familiar with Stephen King's work. Yeah. I feel like personally, they like okay, you're a Stephen King fan, like this movie's going to get a little bit more. But even Stephen King agrees yeah. that the movie sucks at the end. In his own movie, he did that. Did Wait, you in, you read the book, right? Yes. All right. So one and of actually the re-listened to the audio book with uh, Stephen Weber. On oh, really? Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was weird. It was definitely mean, strange. Dude, but it was that's good. weird. One of my favorite, my actually, I will say my favorite part about that whole book, and they just like they touched on it a tiny bit in the first one, but the death of Patrick Hoxtetter was the scariest chapter of Stephen King I've ever read. Yeah, hmm. hands down. I don't read, so I wouldn't. <laughs> but I haven't, read, I haven't read everything, so I feel bad. I yeah. don't no, know. No what, what is Mike, your Mike? You have a buddy to talk books with I now. Know, I, I was know. like, me and Andrew don't. What's your favorite King book that I've read so far? Yes. Salem's Lot. Me too. That's See, my you guys should oh, do an episode shit. on just yep. books you've read because that will be a whole episode. And I episode. swear to God, I'm not like, disagreeing with you. I think that's his best. Sarah read that awesome. one day. Yeah, it's awesome. She crushed it. And I, I, I love his short stories. Like, I, I love all those collections, especially yeah. Night Shift. and Sometimes the They Come Back yeah. was very, very creepy. Yeah. Shiny, I, mean, I was reading that in the daytime and I was like, fuck, dude. Yes, yes, indeed. Yeah. Okay, so where Keep were we? Keep going with the where news. Were we? I don't know where the No, we're, we're off the news. news. We're done. We're so done? I think we are oh ready to move on <laughs> to the topic du jour, folks. All right. All right, folks. And, of course, you know, we already mentioned this before, but we are here to talk about The Exorcist tonight, which oh, is... <laughs> yes, yes, we are. And, obviously, The Exorcist is one of the most famous or infamous horror movies of all time often considered to be one of the scariest movies, if not the scariest movie ever made, which, you know, at the time that I saw it, I happened to agree with. Uh, I think over time I've kind of gotten a little desensitized to it, but, I mean, it's still a phenomenal movie that I love, and I'm very excited to talk about it. Um, So what we usually do, Matt, I know we sent you the outline before. We'll talk about, like, you know, what our overall thoughts on the movies are. We'll run through some facts about making the movie and just talk about whatever comes up. So Mike likes to do his little bits. You know, like, yeah, who's a VIP? Gotta be organized. <laughs> it's not a VIP. We've done 34 episodes now. It's the MVP <laughs> of the movie. VIP, MVP, it's But fine. obviously, it's Matt, fine. you're it's our fine. guest, so I will defer to you. So I know you said this is your favorite horror movie. What makes this so special to you? Why do you love it? Just talk to me about The Exorcist. All right. So for me, I just, I think the movie in general is there's a there's very few movies, and I'll classify Rosemary's Baby as another one of them, just in relevance to time and kind of genre because I mm-hmm. consider this a satanic movie 
So that being said, um, this isn't. Uh, this wasn't made like they were like, let's go make the scariest movie of all time. They're like, let's go make a really good movie about something really, really fucking scary. And I think that that's how they like really nailed it. And to me, that's one of my favorite aspects. The other thing is just the hype of the whole thing. Yeah, it's wild. So yeah, that's a great way to put it. Yeah. They didn't really set out to make it the scariest movie ever made. They made a movie about the scariest shit ever. That's insane. Yes, that's exactly. that's a great yeah. way to put it. I never even really thought yeah. of it that way. Thank you. It's awesome. <laughs> uh, Mind blown. Yeah, I know. Andrew, what about you? I know you rewatched this movie recently, but I'm sure you've seen it a bunch of times. I mean, what do you think? It's my favorite paranormal movie. Like, it's the one that, like, well, you have, like you said, you have Rosemary's Baby that was before it, though, which is fucked up, too. Mm-hmm. But when I think about, like, paranormal horror movies, for some reason, this movie just comes to mind with it. Mm-hmm. It's, the makeup is phenomenal in this movie. I'll talk about that. Like, yeah. a lot of the special effects for 1973, pretty damn good. The only part that I'll give it, like, the puke. The puke like, was what is this? Movie, what is yeah. this? It's like the snots from, like, it's like Nickelodeon slime. I'm like, like they they nail the makeup, they nail the special effects, and then it's just bah, it's just you just green, needed a little like, bit more yellow to it to make it a little bit more realistic. Just well, give it some I mean, chunks. Throw some give chunks. It, in yeah, it. chunks. Would it just be I was like, supposed yeah. to be <laughs> anything I've ever seen. Before. It's it's supposed to be like pea soup residue. Yeah, that's well, why. Where it's are clean. the peas? Why is they it probably were all digested. That's not pea soup residue. It's way too lime green. Well, it's supposed no, to be pea it soup. should have yeah. been That's more like sage vomiting. green, like a like a lighter green. Okay, it one, just seemed a little too One point I want to say with because you brought up the makeup, obviously, like Reagan's makeup's wild. Mm-hmm. But how about uh, Father Karras? I know Max von. I didn't know that he wasn't like an old man until well, like, the like the probably so, like I know eight nine months. ago. I watched this movie yesterday, point. and I was like, they're like, oh, her brother's here. So the brother of his mom, his mom's like. A thousand years old. Yeah. And his brother's there. And then Father Karras is there. And I'm like, why does her brother look the same age as her son? Like, he looks old as fuck just with the makeup on right. and shit. Yeah. I'm like, he's, like, got to be, like... Right. Oh, it's like, it's like Craig T. Nelson in uh, Poltergeist. Yeah. He's 32 years old. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, that's that's, like that's definitely a hard sell. Like, what that's are you talking about? There. <laughs> but, like, yeah. So, like, I remember, like, when Max von Sydow was in... Game of Thrones, when he was playing the Three-Eyed Raven, I was like, my God, how does he look the same age now as he did when he was in The Exorcist right. in 1970 yeah, fucking 40 in The Exorcist. Yeah, like, Jesus I Christ. did not know that yeah. until, like, recently. I was like, wow, that guy's, like, a it was a young guy. Yeah. He was probably the same age as, uh... Uh, Jason J- Miller? Jason Miller, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he had to have been close, I yeah. would think, right? But, I mean, I just... He seems like one of those guys to me, like, he just was never young. He just, like, was yeah. an old man when he... He was, like, fucking, uh... Curious case of Benjamin Button. He just hopped out of the room. Oh, is he like Angela Lansbury? No. Oh my god. Alright, so you have he to tell Matt the, you have to tell Matt the Angela Lansbury story. You have to give you have to catch him up to speed because he Angela Lansbury he sounds like a similar to Stephen Glansbury. Do you want do you want me do you want me to tell the story? Yes, Would you I like do. to tell it? No, you, you go ahead. So we were talking about the news a few weeks back about the Unsolved Mysteries reboot on Netflix. Did you happen to watch that yet? I watched the one with the dude that fell off the roof. Yes. That was great one. Oh wild. my gosh. It's, yeah. it's very good, but yeah. there's like, they're I think good. it's like five episodes and they're all good. I liked it and I love the original show. So we came to the topic of Unsolved Mysteries and I was like, oh yeah, the original show's fantastic and Kat's like, yeah, that's the one that's hosted by Angela Lansbury, right? <laughs> and we were like, what? <laughs> and she was like, yeah, Unsolved Mysteries was solved by, it was hosted by Angela Lansbury, right? <laughs> and we were like, no, no it's Robert Stack, he's a man. 
He was a man that was in Beavis and Butthead Do America. He was an yeah. FBI agent. And uh, yeah. she got confused with Murder, She Wrote. Yeah. Which is an And we had, just said Wilford Brimley. That's yeah. But you don't even know what diabetes I mean, is. <laughs> so over the last few episodes, we've tried to purposefully purposefully are not, you know, not indirectly reference Angela Lansbury in some way. The only <laughs> way it came up organically. <laughs> so you're talking about Red Dragon and Silence of the Lambs. We did an episode on the Hannibal TV show a few weeks back. Yeah. We were talking about the books. And apparently in the Hannibal TV show, Jillian uh, Anderson's role almost went to Angela Lansbury. So we brought that up <laughs> wow. and they were like, How What a different fuck? scope. <laughs> yeah. It's still coming up. Totally yeah. Different yeah. So now we That's try and bring up Angela Lansbury. It's like Lansbury. when we used yeah. to bring up <laughs> Brazzers for like yes. the first four episodes. Yeah, Andrew, Andrew had a Brazzers reference in I think each of the first like six episodes. Yeah, or so. he's gotten off of Brazzers though. though. Yeah. Well, one of, one of our earliest fans really <laughs> happened to like that quite a bit. I'm yeah. surprised you've gotten off that a little bit, but. Cat. Okay. I was too busy thinking about fucking Angela Lansbury. Yeah. I love Angela Lansbury. I wasn't thinking about big tits. Right. I was thinking about wrinkly, saggy tits. Oh, my God. Well, speaking of Angela Lansbury. Anyway. Cat. Just saying. So you had told me that when you rewatched The Exorcist for this show, it was the first time you'd probably seen it since I, you'd been a kid, you think, yeah, right? Yeah, honestly, like, since I was, like, a teenager, I would say. What, uh, what did you think rewatching? I hated um, it. Oh, excuse oh, me. He I asked assumed me, that would be your answer. But I mean, you don't need to answer for this me. This movie's terrible. <laughs> That's usually what comes out of her mouth. It was a little long. I don't okay. know if I had the attention span last time I saw it or not or whatever, but I was just like, wow, I don't remember this movie being this long. <laughs> it is long. It's yeah. long. But Two hours and like 20 minutes, I think. Yeah. That's oh, long yeah. for a It's a long movie. There's a lot of parts where he's That's just long smoking for a cigarette. a movie in general. Yes. It's like, why do we need to see him smoking a cigarette? No, no. It but, sets um, the mood. Yeah. Even, like, I didn't Kinda know, true, like, when I first started the movie, I was like, what is this archaeological dig going on? Like That may be, actually, that was sorry, so I, love, I love this movie, and it does slightly tie into the end, but not even really. It just seems unnecessary. I, like, think uh, I think it's important. I think it's I mean, important. No, it? they do. You would kill so good the same effect that's, without that's it. Who, that's who Pazuzu is. Right. They flash to it at the end. They flash No, the I know that. Well, I think it also probably serves as a plot device to show the fact that Father Merrin has lots of experience with evil. Right. And that he's been chasing that evil his exactly. entire life and trying to kind of Yeah, but could you have made that scene that like three minutes? You, you well, him going have. face to face with the statue. You got the that was the most that was the creepiest part of that scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if they just focus in on that, but like it's like ten minutes up to him, like rambling to people that can't speak English. That yeah. was so scary that I feel like they just skim over. Like they just like it happens and then they just like. And then, well, then it goes, and now it's yeah. now you're in now, now you're with Reagan. Don't get me is, wrong. Yeah. Like I sound like an asshole, but I'm not besmirching any of this. Like, I love that part of the movie. Just thinking of ways to trim it down a little bit because it is a little excessive. They could do an hour and a half with that movie and not even miss a beat. Well, I think I don't they know. Could. no, no, no. I don't know. Well, I, that so, so like, for me, I love like, there's, slow there's burns, not one part about that movie that I honestly don't like. Yeah. So I can I can sit through that whole movie and enjoy every minute. Of it. But there's so because so it is slow burn. Just... But you you need the necessary buildup of her being the innocent child right. to really yeah. make the fucked up little I, monster I, that should be. I gotta be honest. I prefer Linda Blair's character who. The child, better when it's possessed than when it's normal. It's creepy as fuck when it's like, oh, uh, that's not. She's a cute little kid. She's just an innocent little yeah, kid, and they no, play her, that up. Like, it's I don't like it. All right, fair that enough. Was weird. I agree. <laughs> so I like okay, her, 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 the possessed version of her better. Hmm. So yeah, cat, uh, we all right. So we established that you think it's long, but fair. what did you think of it? 
Did you like it? I liked it, yes. Did you really like it? Did you just kind of really? like it? <laughs> I feel like you're lying. Did you give it I the cat like two no, thumbs up. Right? Like, I what think it's a, it's a classic movie for a reason. No, it's a classic movie for a reason. Yep. It's, it's a great movie. I mean, it's something that, like, you know, they set you up to this family that this this girl who is very innocent and is just like, hi, mommy, whatever. Like, she goes to bed. Like, she seems like she's in, a, in good hands. And then all of a sudden, like, she gets possessed and they said they were rats in the attic. Like, you get all the little hints and stuff. Like, it's it's something that could happen that is kind of scary that, like, you're like, oh, well, they were just in, like, their own home. And you're like, so, like, you're looking around being like, what, uh, what's going on in my home? Like, they play, with, that, they like, play, they with, play the with the Ouija board. board. Yeah. Oh, I love how she's just so fucking nonchalant about it. <laughs> What do you got there? Oh, it's a Ouija board. Oh, you yeah. know how to use this? Like, but you fucking you know, psycho. I mean, like, why are you playing with that? At that point, like, no, they course, didn't you know. know yeah, but yeah. now it's like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, wait, get that I out did, of my house. Who, who did not idiot? do that as a kid? I mean, you guys must have all done I've used a Ouija board. Yeah, I have too. Like, Craig has. Mm-hmm. I have. Have you? I've never actually used it. Never? Really? I've never had the opportunity. I would use it in a heartbeat. I used to as a kid, and like my friend would be like, I'm moving it, or you're moving it, and I'm like, no, no, I whatever. would prefer to do it just, just by myself, because then I would know whether it's going to be Right, or. exactly. But There's in a, the same sense... Well, that's why you have the, the little spin that it does. Yeah. Like, oh, that's sketchy. There's yeah. a really cool <laughs> podcast out there. Do you have a Ouija board now? That would be a podcast. No, we are right not there. having a Ouija board in this house. No. <laughs> Pass. Do you already Pass. have a child? This you can have a Ouija board. 2020 is already the House. I know, dude. You don't need any words. We don't need to summon demons. <laughs> I, know, I know, I know. You, Shouldn't we then? Andrew, no, that know would seem like I'll a right time to do it. I'll buy you a Ouija board and we can do it at Mark Drive. We're not doing it in this house. Oh, no, <laughs> if I get a Ouija board, you don't get to partake. Fair. If fair enough. Not, I don't want to partake. It's mine. But I'm going to cast my own demons and I'm going to spell them on you. There's, partake, a really, you there's a really cool podcast called Spooked that yeah. tells all sorts, all sorts of true paranormal stories. And there's a guy that tells a story... He went to a film festival at the Stanley Hotel in Colorado, which is where Stephen King was inspired to write The Shining. And a, him and a bunch of his friends used a Ouija board in one of the hotel rooms, and it's a fucking crazy story. Oh, yeah, it's I so can't. good. It's it's so scary. But, yeah, that shit, I don't know, I don't know if I'd want to fuck around with in my house it. right but now. But if you want to buy Andrew, it in your house, place, we do it. I mean, you know. No, I we'll go to the John you. Carver Inn and do it there. That, that's a good idea. Uh, there I we would, go. I would do it somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to do it in my house. No. I don't want those demons <laughs> floating around there. Could lead to so you think right? I'm insane? Yeah. I don't want any of that. Well, well back to The Exorcist. <laughs> so what I would say about this movie, there's a reason. We, we said it's one of the greatest horror movies ever made, one of the most influential. And there's a reason for that, right? I think it's also one of the most important, and I think that yeah. that can't be overlooked, right? Back when this was made, it kind of showed audiences that horror was not cheap thrills, not just for kids, not just for giggles. Very different from some of the other horror that came out. Like, obviously, Rosemary's Baby came out beforehand, but The Exorcist, along with Rosemary's Baby, kind of ushered horror into that, I, I hate the term, but almost into that, like, 70s, quote-unquote, elevated horror. Mm-hmm. I think it's a... I hate that fucking term, but it, they it even is. Mentioned, it is. I was going to say, pause, sorry. Mm-hmm. They even mentioned in The Exorcist, uh, mentioned to um, Debbie Reynolds. Who's the fucking person that... Sorry. I'm like... Word vomit. Um, who's the Who's the person that got killed by the Manson murders? That was in the Sharon. Oh, Sharon. Sharon. Sharon yeah. But there was someone else, and they were like talking about it. And the Exorcist was like, "Oh, do you want to go see this movie? Do you want to go see this movie by so and so and whoever else is in this?" Like they were like, Roman. Uh, I think Polanski? you were right with Debbie Reynolds. 
Was it Debbie Reynolds? Uh, you might be right. But it was in that whole same this? like time period. I just watched. She's it. I watched it the other night. Yeah, yeah. No, I watched this. Right. I probably watched this movie four or five times a year. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, Jesus. So I was like, but that's in the whole same time period as like Rosemary's Baby, The Exorcist. Yeah. Like, Rosemary's Baby was near far. Yeah. I don't know. You just watched Rosemary's Baby recently too. I did for the first yes. time ever. That's a crazy movie. Mm, it is. Well, we were watching. But actually, so the whole thing that I started with the whole Manson murder, Rosemary's Baby, whatever, was when we were on our way back from Pennsylvania, which is almost a year ago today, like a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. But um, it's about a six and a half hour drive or so, and we listened to when I wasn't sleeping a Charles Manson murder podcast. Yeah, right. Yeah, because it was right around when Once Upon a Time in Hollywood came out, so it was a big interest in Manson yeah. again. Yeah. So we listened to an awesome podcast. So about we were it. listening to this whole thing, and like I am not a big talk radio podcast listener in the car. I just I need music. I don't know, but so we listened to this, and I was like, "This is kind of interesting. Like I could kind of get behind this." So then all of a sudden, I was like, "All right." Well, then you know, like um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood came out, which was. Awesome. Phenomenal movie kicked ass. Oh, and, so good. Yeah. Like I kind of got a little bit more of an interest in like we were watching um Mind Hunter. Oh that show's oh. great too. Yeah. So good. And that yeah, and Manson also was in touched that. the Manson and like all well, these Well the same actor that plays colors. Charles Manson so, like, in Mindhunter also played Charles Manson in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So. Right. So it was just yeah. it was it was kind of all relative at the same time and then yeah. I was like Oh, and then we're talking about like we haven't done Rosemary's Baby episode, but we we will have you. Yeah, we we, we, we need to do that. Sure. We'll <laughs> do that with him. I know. Oh yes, and um, but it was kind of re- relative to like The Exorcist because it came out in like kind of the yeah. same time frame. So well, that's and, and Rosemary's Baby and The Exorcist both led to movies like The Omen, The Sentinel, Amityville Horror, which we talked about before. Oh, we haven't you know, done an Amityville Horror. We haven't. You think there's any like between Damien and Damien? <laughs> You never know. Maybe, maybe it's a shared universe. Whoa. Ooh, man. But horror, horror, like, Did you include Suspiria in that? That movie's fucking awesome. I watched yeah. that last Thursday with the I, original, my buddy. not that yeah, really yeah, 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 the, re- yeah. the original. My buddy had never seen it before, and it was my buddy Jeff, who I used to do uh, yep. my podcast with, and um, he he came over. We had been out drinking, and he had to drive back to like Rhode Island. I was like, crash on my couch, bro. Like, fuck it. <laughs> Like, all right. I was like, let's watch Suspiria. <laughs> so, yeah. That's a good choice. You know what I, like I didn't it. realize is that that movie is two hours and 40 oh, fucking minutes. Oh, yeah. 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 Very, very long. Yeah. That ended at about 3 a.m. Yes. But, uh, <laughs> oh, my God. He loved it. He was like, that movie's crazy. And the, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if you added that into, like, your like, No, but that's, 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 that's a good point. Like, that's you know that's I mean? a very good point. But, well, I mean, like, it, it, led, it led to those types of movies. And Suspiria, obviously, is an Italian movie, right? But, like... Movies Galio with well-known, established, Argento. yeah, Argento. Argento. That's movies with, like, but like with well-known, established actors in horror movies. So like you have Gregory Peck in The Omen, yep, and you have James Brolin in like the Amityville Horror. Who's in the so Birds like, too, right? It started to turn a little bit more serious in the seventies at this mm-hmm. point for horror movies. And The Exorcist played and a like, huge even like, role. Uh, Alan Burstyn too, like yes, yeah. Mia Farrow, yes, you know I mean? yeah, so. yes, absolutely. So in The Exorcist. Directly responsible for that, along with Rosemary's Baby. But, I mean, for me, I remember the first time I saw this movie, I thought it was one of the most viscerally terrifying movies I'd ever seen. It scared the shit out of me. I saw it probably way too young of an age. Thanks again, oh. Dad, if you're listening. Probably <laughs> seven or eight. Jesus That's Christ. Fucked. Yeah, I was, I was real young. Um, and, yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of disturbing imagery and oh, themes. Yeah. Like, as an adult yes. that you don't pick up as when you're a kid. Because you, you see, obviously, the special effects and the stuff and all that shit. 
when you're a kid, but and when just you're her an adult. face alone is scary. You know what I mean? Yes, like, she's a scary looking. Person. But like even like you know like the themes of like as an adult, right? As you get older, like your child becoming sick, the death of a parent, mm-hmm. like loss of faith related to yeah. uh, Father Karras. Like he's having a crisis of faith when all this is going on. Good versus evil, like those types of things, which kind of really give it a a whole different level of meaning mm-hmm. when you watch it when you're older. And I think while some of the special effects may be dated for 2020, I mean, they were groundbreaking at the time. And in 1973, I couldn't even imagine watching yeah. it in movies. Honestly, in, theaters, for, in my opinion, like, with the special effects, for the most part, like like you said with, like, the puke and stuff, it's... it's That's about it, though. Right, but otherwise, dude, it it's, holds up. Like, like the, yeah, yeah, it does. It sure does. I, I mean, at least... Like, I the think, makeup I know, I agree. The makeup's so well. perfect. Yeah. That's the only part that seems out of place. It's yeah. like, did all this work? He's Everything perfect. This is your puke mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, but like, who's ever done that before? No, nobody. You know what I mean? Yeah, who's so ever it's done like, it? So it's not even that bad. Year projectile but you're like, on a oh piece. man, the problem yeah. is I'm like everything else is perfect, and then you do this. Like, what are you if, doing? Hey, if that's the worst thing they, that's missed, probably the worst thing in that. I'll, I'll, I'll take it. Yeah. You know, did you remember the? So, um, probably the most fucked up scene in the movie, if that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, when, it's a thing for this movie. Sure. Yeah. Is when uh, what's her name? Linda Blair's. Reagan. So Reagan, that's it. Is fucking herself with the crucifix. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then takes her mom's face. And then says, uh, lick me. Yeah. She yeah. throws her, though. Yeah, so when she, that scream, when her mom lands, she Real. actually broke Yeah, I have that her, in here. Yep. She has a spinal injury from yes. that. Yes. Linda Blair got a spinal injury, she too. She did. When they Probably were, when they were they doing were the fucking up and down. Oh, and down. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Also covered in Cursed Films, which we talked about before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I'm going to lay a couple of other 1973 horror movies on you. Obviously, okay. this is the best, I think. But uh, it's actually, you know, for the early 70s, some decent stuff in here. So, The Wicker Man, yep. which you and I were talking yeah, about. I love we were that all talking one. about beforehand. Mm-hmm. Uh, the original, The Crazies. The yeah, Romero, I, I the actually crazies. watched that for the first time yeah. a month ago. It's I on, like, that's a good remake, it's too. On, it's on Prime. There's an Amazon. app called Midnight Pulp. Okay. And it has just, like, your greatest like 70s exploitation and they have like mad like kung fu and like oh, nice. crazy oh, shit like that so it's, yeah it's pretty wide variety Smitty would love that she loves that's on there that movie is a trip because it just like starts <laughs> like, yeah, it okay, starts like, like in the middle of like a nuclear fucking yeah no it's just like they're like, like kids in a house running around and then a dude comes yeah. in and starts destroying shit and you're like okay did I I was like I had a, I was like did the movie start like 20 minutes into it like, it was like where's Timothy yeah. Oliphant yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't even but, shown up yet uh, also gone. in 73 The Legend of Hell House which is based on a book mm-hmm. by Richard Matheson one of my favorite authors uh, if you love I'm Stephen still King my first you edition would love copy. you would love <laughs> him yeah uh, and then obviously uh, not really horror but Westworld. Really? The movie that the TV oh, yeah. show is based on came out in 1973. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Do you watch Westworld now? So no, I don't. That no. movie's oh. you're better off. No, no, no. Yeah. The TV show on HBO. Oh, no, I know, but the movie's kind of ridiculous. We bailed. Oh. We bailed. So obviously that's we the best. We bailed on what? On Westworld. We didn't finish the most on recent HBO? season. On HBO? Yeah. Shit, we didn't finish it? Because um, it was terrible this season. Um, At least somebody remembers but, well, what you're I watching. Well, I want to finish it. What? We well, didn't finish it? We, we sure can, but uh, I, will, I will be. I love Westworld. I know, I know. It's okay. All right, so you didn't even tell me that we didn't finish it. You knew, <laughs> you knew, you were a willing participant in not continuing Westworld. Um, I don't know about that. It's okay. I digress. All right. So <laughs> I think it's clear that The Exorcist is the best horror movie of '73. But I think the bigger question is for 1970s horror, where this might rank for you guys. So here are some of the other contenders. Okay, Alien, Jaws, Halloween, 
Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Omen, Carrie, The Original Hills Have Eyes, and Halloween. Suspiria. Yeah. Halloween was, uh, how, yeah, Halloween I mentioned, but I mean, from that's a murderer's that, row of horror murderers movies, movies, right? That is, they're all so different. Yeah. Like Alien and Jaws, you can kind of put together. I think so. Uh, Suspiria, Omen, and Exorcist, you can put together, and mm-hmm. then Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Halloween, you put together. Yeah. They're all in their own little, and then Carrie, I think, kind of stands out. That's its own little. So for movie. me, I, I I think personally, Alien, Alien, Jaws, Halloween are all five star movies. The Exorcist is a five star movie. I consider all three of those movies to be. So I, I like them so a little more. Is this a non-answer? <laughs> no, I, I'm saying that I think The Exorcist is probably fourth ranked in the 70s. Oh, okay. I thought you were giving really? a You said yeah. five star, five star. I'm, I'm obsessed with Alien and Jaws, and I love Halloween. And I just think, I, I love The Exorcist too, but I just think I like those movies a little bit better than I do The Exorcist. I would go top to bottom. Exorcist, mm-hmm. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, mm-hmm. Halloween, Jason, Jaws, Freddy. Alien. Ooh. I know. Those tough. Those, those were those were hard. I mean, it's just a matter of degrees at this point. Yeah, I think right. I mean, and then Suspiria, Carrie. Okay. Yeah, yeah Carrie. I don't. I, I, I like, but I, don't I haven't think. seen I, on it. And like, you're only. You I know, think Texas Chainsaw Massacre is number one for me. Wait, yeah. so I'm confused. Aliens up there, top three. I'm really Alien grosses me the fuck out. That movie, no, the part at the end. That's when why it's, I love it. When it's in the ship, so like fucked. part of it, and just bleh, I'm like, oh my god. The yeah. facehuggers fucking freak me out. Yeah, and they're really, they're very real looking for a '70s special effects movie. Like they're very slimy and wiggly, and they do stuff. So I think that yeah. Alien is just designed to make you feel uncomfortable. Yeah, this is a different it. level horror movie, though. Hey, I don't think you can compare fun. it to Alien. Or Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like we said. It, yeah, they're they're all different movies, but yeah. I mean, for my personal taste, Jaws. What, what movie scared me the most? Texas Ch- Chainsaw Massacre. See, I think Alien oh. scared me the most, or, or Alien or Jaws. I think scared me the most. Well, I haven't seen Alien. Well, I Jaws certainly wasn't going to every ocean. time I watch it. Yeah, it was. I don't there. go in the ocean. I'm bro. never like, going. I don't go to the beach because yeah. they're oh, there. You can go to the There's beach. Fucking jellyfish and sand. Oh my gosh. And sand. <laughs> Sharks. Oh, yeah. like sand. spiders yeah, suck. Oh, crabs and yeah. jellyfish. But and dude, like Jaws, shit. that opening scene in Jaws is like... The scariest thing it's, ever. It's breathtaking <laughs> how scary it is. It, it, so it really is. It's a kind of a master class on how to scare the shit out of somebody. That, that could be a short film a movie, and it would still yeah. be one of the scariest movies. I agree, I, I agree with you. It could be that opening scene alone. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Just her coming up like... It's just like, holy shit, dude, imagine that. Like, you just... And then her scream get fucking pulled around just like boop. Yep. And that's it. She's fucking dead. It's like, the best thing about that bro. scene is that I know that I will never put myself in that situation. Uh, Absolutely too. not. Ever. Nope. Never, ever, it's like, ever, ever. So when I grew and up in Georgia. And I'm not one to Georgia, show off my drunk naked we body. We used to go to fucking so. <laughs> uh, Okefenokee Swamp. Okay. Down in Georgia, which was a bunch of alligators. And they send you out in a canoe. No matter what experience level you have. So, fuck that. Like, I don't want to go out in that. Yeah. Like. Yeah, you can go golfing down in Georgia, and there's fucking alligators. Oh yeah, well, I usually go golfing all the time. Yeah. There's be giant alligators. And you're like, man, and they're huge, dude. They're oh, yeah. dinosaurs. But big when boys, they're yeah. not in the water, you're not worried about them because that's when they're just getting energy. We were down in New Orleans a few Octobers ago, and we did the alligator a few tour. Octobers ago. Yeah, and uh, I like how you did that. My God, <laughs> they just congregate to the boat. There's so many, and some of them are huge. Huge, like I, I could think of nothing less. And these guys that that do the boat tours, they just love them. They yeah. like they take them home for pets and shit. You could you can pay me enough to jump in that water. Hi, Otis. 
Who but, would uh, you pay to do that? I know. Uh, I, I wouldn't. I no, I don't think anyone should. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a bad idea. It doesn't matter how much you're going to get paid. Right? You're going to be dead, so you're not going to get paid. Shit, dead, you got eaten. All right, so back to The Exorcist here. A couple quick facts about the movie. Uh, so The Exorcist was based on the 1971 novel, which was written by William Peter Blatty, who also served as the producer and screenwriter for the movie. Uh, directed by William Friedkin, also called Billy Friedkin. He also directed The French Connection, which was a huge, famous movie that won a bunch Gene of Oscars. Gene Hackman, good movie. Gene Hackman, Hackman! <laughs> uh, Blue Chips, and he also did Bug, which was a horror movie that came out uh, not too long ago. I think 2005. Five or six, yeah. something like that. Was that as good as the stuff? I think Michael Shannon, I'll watch. Michael Shannon, you could just have a fucking picture of Michael Shannon you could call it a and you'd be movie. horrifying <laughs> yeah, exactly. he's a horrifying exactly. that movie was fucked up yeah it was it was definitely fucked up has he done anything since then he was good in the Iceman so. did you ever see the Iceman uh, I mean for so, uh, Billy Friedkin oh. um, I don't think so not really Not nothing recently nothing of note so Iceman was his uh, Michael, oh, Shannon. Michael Shannon. I was thinking oh, Michael yeah, Shannon. Okay. That was a good movie where he's like a hitman. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's yeah, also great good. in uh, Boardwalk Empire too. That's well, yeah. He's, he's such a now. fucking weirdo. Yeah, he is. A, he's a weird dude. Like, uh, he's a weird dude. He's got like a lazy uh, but, uh, eye or some shit. You're like, oh. and yeah. Also, oh, The Exorcist really. obviously starred uh, Max von Sydow, Jason Miller, Ellen Burstyn, Linda Blair, and one that not too many people know, Mercedes McCambridge, who played the voice of the double, Pazuzu yeah. the Demon, which more on her later. Her name is Mercedes. Mercedes. Yeah, she does, some, she does some stunt work too, pretty much. Yeah, including that infamous crucifix scene. That's correct. That's oh, correct. Yeah. Uh, so, The Exorcist was one of six horror films to be nominated for Best Picture at the Academy Awards. Can you guys guess what the other ones are? What year? Seventy-three. Seventy-three. There have been six. There have been uh, one, two, three, five others since then. Are you saying that? I'm almost positive because... I know all of them. Okay, go ahead. Go. Ahead. Hear it. go. Uh, Jaws. Bing. Uh, Silence of the Lambs, which won. Bing. Uh, Six Sense. Bing. Get Out. Bing. And oh, this this last one's tough. I know. A lot of people don't consider it horror. Aronofsky. Uh, Mila Kunis. Black Swan. Yep. <laughs> oh, so this was. I thought this was 1973. For some no, 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 no. So the o- oh, the only six horror films to be nominated oh, for the Best okay. Picture Oscar are those oh. ones. Yeah, which I mean, Black Swan. I guess you can you could could, could consider horror, but I think Jaws, Silence of the Lambs, Sixth Sense, and Get Out are all unequivocally horror. So in addition for Best Picture, uh, in addition to Best Picture, I should say, excuse me, uh, The Exorcist was also nominated for Best Actress for Ellen Burstyn, Best Supporting Actor for Jason Miller, Best Supporting Actress for Linda Blair. Best Director for William Friedkin, Best Adapted Screenplay, which it won, Best Cinematography, Best Editing, Best Production Design, and Best Sound Mixing, which it also won. That is a As it shitload yeah. of Academy Award nominations for wow. horror movies. Yeah. The most until Silence of the Lambs. Wow. Get Out got quite picture. a few too, but Silence of the Lambs and Exorcist are kind of held to like the gold standard of Academy Awards. Nothing Award. beats wow. Silence of the Lambs. Not that that necessarily Exorcist matters, but have... I think it is important to note when horror, horror films do get yes. what? Academy Award recognition. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know off the top of my head. Um, mm-hmm. If you don't, obviously that's okay. Do you know what it was going against for Best Picture in 73? Ooh, I don't. We could certainly find out, though. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I think find it out, but I was also going to say, Go the, the music in The Exorcist was awesome. You know what yes, I loved was. when I watched it the other night? Because obviously you have the main theme, but the scene when Ellen Burson is driving back to her apartment, or her condo, whatever the fuck you want to call mm-hmm. that, a house. Yep. Yeah. And it's just that weird, like, yeah. 
like, yeah, what, like, like, like what is that? Like, like yeah, just like little violin yeah. picks. Yeah. That's awesome. That's though. creepy as shit. Tension. Yeah, because so you're like, and then like, you realize something happened. Like, yeah. that's like, like one yeah. of the first movies to do that. Mm-hmm. I think, as far as music goes. Well, and I even think, yeah. like, in, in addition to just maybe. music, like, I mean, the artistic kind of thing for, like, the cover and, like, the album and the yeah, DVD, it's where it's just, like, just the person him looking up at the window, looking yeah. up at the window in the dark, it, like, that it's says that a lot light, of stuff, yeah. too. The purple letters, like, yes. Just, I don't think any other movie has had purple letters except, like, Eyes Wide Shut and Purple It almost Light. seems so, it, the, the cover almost seems so calm that, like, mm-hmm. compared to what you're going to, yeah. about to watch. Well, it has that iconic cover, shot of Max yeah. von Sydow coming yeah. into the house, which is just Didn't awesome. that have to do with a fire? <laughs> Wasn't the whole building on fire? The no, whole set the was on fire. Oh, yeah, the that was room that, that was left thing. was that, oh, the was only the room that Maybe. didn't catch on fire was Reagan's room. That's and insane. um yeah. and what's his face? Father uh Karras. Mm-hmm. He actually had like a real legitimate like homeless priest come up to him and be like, You fuck with the devil. <laughs> yeah. Essentially I'm paraphrasing. You fuck with like, the devil, he's gonna like fuck with you. I forgot about that, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, uh Max von S- I you know what I could be wrong. Either Von Sido or Jason Miller's brother um die mm-hmm. on the first night like that they started shooting, I guess. Jesus. Yeah. That's that was case. in that cursed films things as well. Yeah, we watched a lot of the Curse films. Thing. I that, rewatched that, that cool. today before I came here because I was like, cool. well, I can't squeeze in The Exorcist again, but I can at least watch this. So, so since we asked about it, here are your 1974, because it was uh, in oh, 73, 1974, yeah. nominees for Best Picture. The Sting, okay, underst- understandable. Uh, American Graffiti, Cries and Whispers, never heard of. The Exorcist, and A Touch of Class. The Sting was the winner. One. Yeah. So, wow. What cool. is Sting? The Gene, uh, Gene Hackman? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's an awesome movie. It's really, Who else really good. Who Paul uh, Newman. Paul Gene, Newman. Gene yeah. that? that dude slams. Gene Hackman. Uh, my favorite movie ever. Hoosiers. Paul Newman, Robert Redford, Paul. Robert Shaw, Charles oh. Durning, Robert Earl Jones. So, yeah, wow. that, that's that's a classic. Yeah. So, yeah. okay. I, I understand that. Uh, did you know The Exorcist was the highest grossing R-rated horror film of all time until what movie? Yeah. Silence of the Lambs. Nope. nope. Came out recently. It. It came out in 2017. Wow. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh, dude, I, I read that whole thing last night. <laughs> yeah, I know. I love these movies. <laughs> you can all I, know, I know you did, and I, I know they didn't. So no, I know the six horror movies, though. I already it's knew so the six horror movies. It's so nice that you read the outline. Yeah. So I was like, we, he sends it. It's good it. to know somebody does. Did you even send it to us, though? You probably didn't. You never read it, so why would I you send it? You guys just like to let me lead you into topics so you can argue with each other and talk. And when you miss I just direct traffic here. That's what we do. So yeah, I just direct traffic. <laughs> so we uh, so we mentioned that the novel was written by William Peter Blatty. So aspects of that novel and the movie were based on a real life 1949 exorcism. Of uh, the real name of the person is not known. Pseudonyms are all we have. Mm-hmm. Calling him Roland Doe or Robbie Mannheim. It was one of three exorcisms that had been sanctioned by the Catholic Church in the United States at that time. Okay. Uh, Friedkin, the director, was allowed access to the journals of the Jesuit priests that actually performed the exorcism for consultation for the movie. And many paranormal skeptics uh, at that time, which this might make sense now, believe that those exorcisms, quote-unquote, could actually be debunked as undiagnosed mental illness. Because obviously, between uh, you know 1949 and 2020, there have been great leaps and bounds in some uh, you know mental health services and science, which... You know, you never know. Go ahead. Can I say something? Of well, course you I mean, can. It's even, your podcast. <laughs> I'm, like, I just, I'm just saying. 
Um, so even when, like, they were doing the different brain scans where there was an MRI or whatever, like, it seemed, obviously, it's very dated because it was in the 70s, and that was, like, how it mm-hmm. was done back then, so you want to be pretty accurate. But, wait, let me finish. Um, it was just, it was scary to be like, okay, well, there's nothing there, and there's nothing here, and then it's like, do you want to try electroshock therapy? And you're like, Oh, like Jesus that was that, that was like their next move. That's yeah, that almost didn't work. So let's just shock your fucking brain. Like, that's yeah. well. That's where Ellen Burson like yeah. has her outburst like, mm-hmm. in the office, you're and like, she's like, "You guys are yeah. all thinking she's fucking yeah, well, out of her mind, yeah. like yeah, psychotic." Just, like, well, none of us are parents. What right? a great! That was one of the best acting like, parts Im- of that movie. Imagine way, like yeah. being told that that I is an option for your child, right? How horrifying that would fucking be. Like, I can't even imagine that. That's insane. I want to bring up a point about um, the thing you just mentioned. Yes. The, uh, the true life, like, story. So yes. 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 Before I ever saw The Exorcist, because mm-hmm. uh, I saw Scary Movie 2 when it yes. came out. Yes. And oh, that's a parody. A and I was, like, a young kid. I was probably, like, 9 or 10. Scary Movie and 3 is the best. No, it isn't. Yes. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that opening scene, I didn't know what The Exorcist was at that point. Yep. And I was, like, already even freaked out by that scene. Yeah. Because I was like, ooh, like, that girl's fucking scary looking. What's that? And I, I remember my dad was always like, the scariest movie I've ever seen is The Exorcist. And I was just like, oh, like, all right, yeah. now I have to watch that. And then in 2004, I think, when the, or maybe 2003, Exorcist, the, the prequel, whatever. Oh, yeah. The yeah. beginning. It looked yep. like the same old guy. I'm like, that's that, the same That came guy. out and they had an e-true Hollywood story basically about like the curse of the exorcist and like where it came from. Yep. I remember watching that. Like my mom let me stay up to watch it with her and we got like 25 minutes into it and I was like, nope. Nah, I'm, I'm going man. Because <laughs> it was talking about how it was all real and shit yeah, and yeah. I was like pretty fucking rattled. So, yeah, that's that's how I used to be with the X-Files when it was first on. I was young enough that I would be like, oh, I want to watch this. And my dad would let me watch like half of it. And then mm-hmm. I'd be like, okay, I'm going to go retreat to my top bunk and cry home- myself yeah. to sleep. Right? <laughs> I have to go do all this homework. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, the same thing as Unsolved Mysteries. You'd watch it and you'd be like, I, dude, that was yeah. person was low murdered key, and nobody solved it. And you're like, I, I mean, ain't not even low-key, yeah. like, for real. This music is fucked. I know. Yeah, yeah the music was the scariest part. <laughs> the X-Files. Angela Lansbury, too, is the most yeah. terrible. Oh, no. Terrible uh, Unsolved Mysteries. She was scarring. Scarring. Robert says I mean, she just... Sorry, Unsolved Mysteries. This man disappeared after... Murder. Shard. Child. Small child. Murder, she wrote. Angela Lansbury. Hey, so guys. So yeah. William Friedkin, the director of The Exorcist, just so you know. This is how things were. Are you sure that's how it's pronounced? Friedkin? Friedkin. It is, yeah. Yeah. Friedkin. Uh, back in the nineteen, uh, the early nineteen seventies, probably get away with a few things on movie sets. Uh, a few more things, I should say, than you can now in twenty twenty. Well, duh, because you can't get away with shit in twenty. So it, it's pretty <laughs> infamous yeah. that he went to extraordinary lengths to kind of manipulate the actors to kind of get the reactions that he desired yeah. from everybody. No one was excluded. Not even Linda Blair, who was what twelve years old yeah. when it was recorded. Like right? her getting hurt in the harness. Yeah. Yep. So, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. So we are, we kind of already talked about this you guys both mentioned it but yeah linda blair and ellen burson both suffered back injuries on set from being yanked violently and being yanked violently in harnesses uh during the scene where reagan punches their mother in the face yeah yeah so in that scene basically reagan in a fit of rage punches her mother in the face and <laughs> it shows ellen burson's character gets slammed to the ground and she screams uh, that's her real scream because she actually was injured 
and she was very reportedly very upset after the fact that William Friedkin used that shot in the actual movie mm-hmm. where, uh, you know, she hurt herself. <laughs> and then they later all go on to call him a genius for his I filmmaking know. techniques. I know. <laughs> it's uh, it, it's kind of shitty. But, you know, in the same sense, I feel like he's not really directing movies now, so I feel like he kind of, that maybe kind of came around, that karma. But, uh I don't know. We'll see. You never know. He could have a banger. Wouldn't you though, if you were that actress? If that happened to me, I'd want to be. I'd want to be known for that. Yeah, I was like, like, that's the best take, dude. Fuck it. I I don't think so. I broke my back. I nailed it. Like, hey, I suffered for this quote unquote art. Like, you know, hey, whatever. So don't be a bitch about it. So uh, freaking also. Here's another one too. In addition to that, so he also fired blanks in one scene without warning on set to elicit shock from Jason Miller, who played Father Karras. What? I always want. I've heard that. What scene? I don't know. I, I I saw it in there, but I couldn't figure like, out what scene, scene could it was like, either. Like, at what point is anyone ever like, yeah, you know, like right. fucking startled by yeah. anything? The one, They're just the kind one, of in it the whole yeah. time. And yeah. especially he he's very stoic and yeah, kinda like he he's just kind of like that okay. is the face of a stoic. Man yes, yes, the it whole is. Time. Yes, except for when he's uh, it's not it's my so, mother. At the end, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Well, that's his final break. Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but apparently, also Miller was told in the. Uh, the vomit scene, which is also called yeah. the pea soup scene because it's pea soup. See, it's that not. The, Apparently the it's pea not. soup vomit was going to hit him in the chest. And the director lied to him and it hit him in the face, which results in that actual shocked scene you good. see when it hits him right in the face. Well, you know, it's just pea soup. Yeah, but that's, no, good, that's good directing. <laughs> good directing? I mean, yeah, I guess so. What are you getting mad about? You're an actor. No, hey, Suck I mean, it's, not, it's not real vomit or anything like that. That's so pea it's really soup. Matter. It's perfect. Yeah. Uh, also, the Reagan's bedroom set was built in a freezer, yeah, so that basically the actor's breath could be visible while they were on camera, uh, which required the crew and all obviously all the actors to like dress appropriately on set. Which you know, I guess some of these people have complained about in the past. But I mean, how else would you get that effect? You right. didn't have the special effects you oh, know, nowadays. Dude, like, like, I mean, that just that's that, what makes that it so much better. That just everyone fucking like. I don't want to be here on like, your toes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like you know, any no one that's in that scene is like in real. Like say that was like a real exorcism. No one's fired up to be in part. Yeah, of. so like, can like, we end this now? Yeah. That's why I love the scary movie too. I actually talked about this joke today, and it's when I forget the actor's name, but he walks in and she like spins her head around. And, like, you know, she's, like, yelling and shit, and he's like, fuck that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, yeah. yes, that is great. Yeah, yeah. Which, which one's in Scary Movie 2 versus Scary Movie 3? Scary Movie 2 is, like, uh, The Exorcist, The Haunting of Hill House. Oh. Uh, I don't know, there's a bunch of shit. Uh, Silence of the Land, or Hannibal, maybe, I think, okay. instead of Silence of the... I was yeah. like, is Scary Movie 3 is, like, The Ring, and, like... Yeah. Maybe that's probably why. Well, that's like, when they went from R to PG. I love She loves yeah. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. See, I'm like a huge advocate like against PG-13 horror movies. Yeah. Well, why? Because we don't I, I understand I mean, that. I'm a huge advocate that every good movie, like there should be kids movies and then there should just be R-rated movies. Yeah, that should yeah. be an R-rated movie. It should not be a PG-13 yeah. movie. It's terrifying. Well, the, the, prob- the problem I with was... that, which I, I think that's a good idea, but the problem you run into is like, you know, what do you do with your marketing the... gets fucked? Yeah. yeah, exactly. I know, I know, yep. it's selfish, but whatever. PG-13 no, hey, I don't, I'm with PG-13 you. There's some movies. good PG thirteen comedies. Oh. So I'll be, I'll be. Well, nice, PG thirteen movies in general have a total like, I mean, they can be scarier than R rated movies because it's all jump scares. It's the because only. It's, that's what they can get away well, with. They can't have any gore. 
You can yeah. only say the F word one Once. time. You got to figure out when the good time to use Which, it. Which, like, do you think they? Do you and think, it's always Samuel L. Jackson, and he's like, "Fuck." Yeah, do you think the kids forget about that one fuck just because it said one time? They don't know. Like, no, like, of course they, they like. Oh, know. they said fuck in that movie one time. Yeah. Of course right. I remember. And I'm gonna, gonna start saying fuck all the time. Yeah. If you said like, it, and if you uh, said fuck it more you. than once, like, you. I mean, it's not gonna matter. Yeah, but I mean. I, I feel like it almost is scarier because it doesn't have all those factors to it. It's yeah. just like, I don't know. Well, they just, they, they, they coast on jump scares. F- all right, so last fact about The Exorcist before we move on to categories and kind of wrap everything up here. So movie was kind of filmed all over. We talked a little bit about the opening scene of the movie. Anyone know where that was filmed? Was it Iraq? It was Iraq. Yeah, it was, was Iraq. I didn't know Iraq. if it was like actually Iraq. Or if it, yeah, I it said, was, was Iraq. it Iraq? Really? That was actually Iraq. That was actually Iraq. Yeah, so they uh, filmed that archaeological dig with Father Marin in Iraq, and apparently it was so hot at the time they were filming it. His makeup melted. Temperatures were reaching up to 130 degrees in midday, so they actually had to film everything just hit the record. in the morning or in the late evening when everything wow. was cooled down. 130. That just happened in Devil's degrees. Canyon or whatever it is in Ma- in uh, Nevada or whatever. That's insane. 130 that's degrees. A lot that's, of, so, that's a lot of degrees. That's hot. So hot. That sounds like the Speedwell Kitchen oh. on a 95 yeah. degree day. Also, in addition to Iraq, uh, despite the movie taking place in Georgetown, in Washington D.C., Vietnam. Many of the uh, the exterior shots and all the street the shots in the streets were actually filmed in New York City. I was gonna say uh, I think it's New York City, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, not. It actually looked like India. it looked like it looked like Portland nowadays. I know it kind of did. Or Seattle. Oh my god. Well, I was thinking Portland, some of the cobblestone streets and stuff. I oh, I meant like Portland, Oregon. Maine, but... Okay, I, I got you. No, <laughs> no, Portland, Oregon. Moving on. Oregon, Moving Portland, on. Oregon, yeah. Seattle. All the riots. That place. Were there riots in this? No, it looked like a boarded-up street. Like nobody wants to walk. Ah, I got you. Like, I got where you. the fuck okay. are they? I, I oh, that's see. Georgetown. Oh, that's like a third world country. Okay. Also, we were talking about this earlier before Matt, but uh, Kat, we went to DC a few years ago, Correct. and one of my biggest regrets is that we did not visit the Exorcist steps or stairs. That's which in are DC. In DC. Oh my gosh! You know what? It was so funny when I was. It watching was. It I today. googled it earlier. Was you thought it was 15. the Joker stairs. It was a 15-minute walk from where we stayed. Do you know what was so funny? I was wondering when I was watching the movie where those stairs were. They kept looking, mm-hmm. and I was like, where are they? They must they must not be far, because it didn't look like some crazy background or anything. And I was like... Oh, those are real. And then yeah, they're you real. Just, well, I know, because there's like the rocky stairs. Right outside the window. And whatever. But I mean... Yeah. Like, I was like, where are these stairs? And I was anticipating that it was going to be somewhere in Italy, and you just said they were in D.C., and I'm like, oh, my God, why didn't we go there? I know. It's now. one of, yeah. When, well, wow. when we go back. Really? <laughs> when we go back. We will go back. We're going to check them out. But, uh, yeah, apparently it's, like, Hopefully within no walking distance there. of the Lincoln um, Memorial. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's right, awesome. like, right. It's on, it's, on the, yeah. it's on the Georgetown campus because you know, half the movie takes place at Georgetown. You know, because like Father Harris yeah, has like the Georgetown sweatshirts and yeah. like all that. I like how he's, he's supposed filming to be a, a movie on campus. Yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I like how everyone gets confused. Oh, he's a boxer. He is. He looks very frail. He doesn't look like a boxer, and he's like eighty years old, but he's like thirty. Who are you talking about? No, Father Harris. Jason Miller is the the, bo- the one that looks like the boxer. He actually. Yeah, he, he does look like no, no. Sliced alone a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. No, he very, looks. Ooh. His face looks like it, but he doesn't yeah, yeah. look like a boxer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks like me. I'm like like some frail man. So that's what I got for facts, folks. So now we usually move on to our categories. Facts, folks. So we'll oh kind of go off on some of these a little bit here, a little difference this time around. But obviously, we've kind of talked about this already, but 
the first question we usually ask, Matt, is The Exorcist a scary movie? I'll defer to you. Is The Exorcist <laughs> is a scary, scary, scary movie? Yes. Would you yeah, consider it still to this day as a viewer at your age to be a scary movie? Me, as someone that enjoys horror movies and can sit through a long movie and not lose all my attention, yeah, I think it's a scary movie. I know a lot of friends that are my age that are like, this movie is fucking stupid. And I'm like, that's fine. Like, you don't appreciate it as much, but I also have a lot of friends that do appreciate it and some that still don't, and they're like, that yeah. movie's scary as fuck. So. It is It is kind of insane to me that there's probably a generation of people out there or a lot of people out there that don't think The Exorcist is even a scary movie but a good movie. Yeah. Because it is slower. It, it's definitely a slower burn. But it's just, it. it's so classic. And I, yeah. I also For have to think, all those people that I know that don't even think it's a good movie think that, like, Transformers is oh, a good movie. Oh, okay, that answers all. So I they love Mark yeah. Wahlberg, so they're like, yeah. Oh, gross. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so for me, in a word, yeah, it's scary. It's not, I've been desensitized, like we've mentioned over the years, but that's, there's still some unsettling stuff in there. Uh, the spider walked on the stairs scene, mm-hmm. creepy as fuck. Regan, Reagan's head turning around. Still scary. Diddles. Just seeing Father Karras's face when the head finally turns around and and Father Marin's just, like yeah. Damien, Damien. He says, yeah. "Amen." He's just looking right at her. It's because he's. It's, you can't. You, no one can prepare themselves for seeing that. Yeah, no. for sure. If you're going to classify a movie as scary, it should be the first time you saw that movie. Well, yes, scary. I was scared yeah. as a child yes. for sure. The movie terrified it. Uh, it and also, I think as a as, as an older viewer, the stuff with Father Karras's mother. Mm-hmm. That's scary stuff. Yeah, yeah, when she's slowly walking up like the train station thing, dude, like, and Horrifying. then like when she sits up in the fucking hospital bed, like, yes, and when that's fa- creepy as fuck. Yeah, yeah, when Father Marin leaves to go rest, and he goes in with the stethoscope gone to give gonna, her some. Sorry, oh, the can help. I interrupt yeah. really quick? Are we gonna just dismiss his name as Damien? His name is Karras. Damien. Damien right. Karras, yeah. but I mean, are you just gonna dismiss? His I don't name? know if there's that, that was before the that. that was before yeah. the omen. So it doesn't count. Damien only became a bad name after the omen. We were talking about omen. I was yeah. like, this guy's name, the priest guy's name is Damien. Damien is like a very popular name. I'm sitting here back and I'm then. like, hmm. there's a very like does big like. Mean I, I think I'm gonna. You guys are referring to I don't know like the. I don't. And I'm like, Father Karras. Damien. I'm not sure the origin of like that type of name, but I want to say it's like an Irish Catholic. Actually, if I had a kid, I'm gonna name him D. Karras Monica. No, 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 no Damien. Damien. Oh, Damien. It, might, it very well may be. I don't know the background of Damien, sure but I don't, don't you think, think if you ever had a girl, I mean, by name it D. The way that Monica it sounds. <laughs> D. Monica. I mean, the way it D. Just Monica. Sounds. I mean, just, I'm kid. just saying. I don't know the origin of the name, but I'm just saying that, like, you know, they were saying Damien, and when they said it, it was like a different tone almost because you were just yeah. like Damien. Demi, Demi, like, oh, why you doing this? Demi was like an old Italian. It's way, it's not my no, it's way well, you know what I also love is the random flashes of Pazuzu's. I oh, and you know so what happens good. is you don't you don't notice it until you fucking try to. But is if, that not on the new edition? No, it's on. That's all, the no, original. It's on the original. Yeah, yeah. So that's the original as it progresses, part. that face gets more and more like sinister. And if you notice when they're doing the exorcism at the end, yeah, her she, face she gets flashes to it a little bit, and that's when it's at peak fucking. that's peak physical performance yes. right that, that, yeah. that I think actually stuck with me more when I was watching it y- when I was younger than anything else like those little flashes mm-hmm. of the demon faces I was like whoa like what yeah. the fuck was to me that? the one scene that it's always freaked me out I posted this on Facebook the other night when I was watching it and yeah. it's when they put the like uh, what do you call it the the, His, 
thing. This little scarf, yep. and they like put mm-hmm. it on her face. Throwing mm-hmm. up all over it. And she just like turns her head, and just her eyes like all fucked up, dude. Mm. Just swarmed. Yeah. yeah. And, out and then he just washes like, it off. Yeah. Here you go. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's just like her face from, yeah. in that scene is fucking terrifying. Yeah, and uh, like the, and that's when, one when of the, she's uh, like when she's when that's she's, Mercedes uh Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like when she's laying in the bed and her tongue just like <laughs> like her tongue just like flailing yeah. around. Some of the lines like, that like she oh, says are fucking brutal. It's very oh, very terrible. disturbing. Yeah. I bet your mother sucks cocks in hell. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's tough. Phenomenal. That's tough. What a Fuck line you and your worthless fucking ass, you cocksucking motherfucker. Yeah. When they start doing the oh, yeah, all that. The best part is when she first goes to First part when she goes to the doctor and he she goes. That's what got people so riled up back in the days. It's like oh my god, this is a fucking child. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like the first the first scene when she goes to the doctor and her mom's there. And the doctor's like, she said some profanities. Does she know any cuss words or whatever? Nope. And she's like, nope. And she, she spits know any. on him and calls and then, him a bastard. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. and she's like, he. she told me to keep my fingers away from her cunt. Yeah. <laughs> and and her mom laughs, and he laughs like, what the fuck is going on? Because it's like, yeah. at that point, you're just like, oh my goodness. Great. Yeah. Like, right. If the doctor ever came to me, the daughter told me to keep my dirty fingers away from her cunt, I'd be like, you're a pervert. Stay away from my daughter. Well, I feel like, especially like, you know, being raised, ca- say, being raised wanna, Catholic, ask, like, some, like, some of these things, do like... Do you ask, like, the Catholic Irish woman that's on your uh, podcast right now? <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, it's... I'm a Catholic uh, Irish man as well, so I can weigh in with you. Super appalling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, uh, do, you, yeah. do you, um... That's do you practice? Um, I've, I go to... I'm Are you, a, like, a real I'm a, Catholic? I'm a C&E Catholic. So, so you're kind of like a fake one. So your point of view means fair, nothing. fair weather. Yeah. Fans. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. exactly. Um, the Red I did, Sox doing I did like I did like thirteen years. Uh, bad. They're still winning. Actually. Of Catholic Are they? school, so. Uh, I went to Sacred Heart to for elementary school. I went to Fompon. I well, I grew up in High Park, so. I went to public I school, but I was raised Catholic. So he, I know, he grew up in Randolph. I grew stuff. up in High Park. Well, I, I was raised a Jehovah's Witness. Oh, shit. So I went. Let's talk about that off air. Off air. But uh, but yeah, it, it's easy to see how some of the stuffed shirt Catholic people might have been in 1973 with this movie being released because there was a lot of controversy about the fact that not only was it released but it was released with an R rating this was almost released with an X rating but mm-hmm. William Friedkin that, and William Peter Blatty X- they a- both movie they both fought against it very hard because they knew well, pretty much the only movies that were yeah. uh, categorized as X rated in, in 1973 were porn yeah so this movie's not. It's porn. not porn, like it, no. it's very disturbing and graphic. You know the other but thing is, is it that graphic? You see, really you see the like, film reels of like the for new, that like, time. Yeah, there is there is this awesome fucking YouTube special, or not YouTube, but it's on YouTube now, and I know you've seen it. It's called Films That Shook the World, mm-hmm. and The Exorcist is on it, and it's all about how like people like fainted and fucking threw up and like had problems this that, and the other thing, and um. You look at like the crowd, and it's like a shit ton of old people. Yeah. And, like, you would never expect to go to a horror film that comes out yeah, today. Like, why are these and old see, people you're here? not going to see anybody over the age of maybe 40. Also, like, hey, like, Grandma, what are you seeing this weekend? Yeah. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, could you, could you actually, like, obviously, like, the, the, there's lots of stories of movies that had that happen back in the day, but could you actually picture somebody fainting in a movie in 2020 if you walked into a theater? Yes. Not unless you had, like... Really? Honestly, yeah. Yeah? Like, maybe, like, the only movie that I can think of recently where I walked in... I was under the influence of a few things, but was hostile. And I was like, 
sitting there uh, yeah, freaking out, and I was like, done it. That I was like, dude, am I, am I really in the mood right now to watch people get like tortured? Gross. I was like, yeah. I don't know if I want to watch this right now, and I was like really having like an anxiety attack, and I watched it, and I was like, oh, this wasn't like, that really that Well, bad. if you have blood all over the place, of course you're going it, to, it, it's your triggers, though. Like, yeah. if, yeah. like, I go to the doctor, and so I any millennial, drawn, and I'm like, then. uh, I, I remember like, saying <laughs> Halloween 2, like, Rob Zombie's remake in theaters, and when yeah. he uh, kills, uh, the nurse at the beginning, who it's actually uh, Octavia Spencer. Yes, yes, and yes, he yes. Kills the fucking shit <laughs> out of her, dude. Like with a knife, like just stabs the kills fuck her, dude. It's like ten minutes in the movie, and there's people like leaving the theater. Like yeah. they were like holding it, like trying not to vomit because yeah. it was just so over the top, wow. like violent. And yeah, I was even me. I was like, wow, this is well. Fucking actually, brutal. now like, that you mention it, I mean, we weren't exactly in a packed theater when we saw Midsommar, but the head smashing ah. scene with the hammer and like, Wait, the jumping yeah. off the cliff, did like you that see was pretty fun. We I yes, I we talked about. Is that how it's pronounced? Because I've always thought it was Midsummer, and you guys have all <laughs> called it Midsummer. <laughs> right? And I don't want to like the, correct you if the, I'm the wrong. The douchey pronouncing is Midsummer, but if you're gonna hate on the movie, you call it Midsummer. So we've like we we said our piece on it. What is your piece on it? I, I loved it. <laughs> See, I've heard, I've heard, I've heard terrible reviews and great. It's how it is. That's how there's it was with no, Hereditary too. No See, we between. are. Yeah, that's we, how it was with Hereditary. You missed this yeah. when you were at the yeah. Shanty Rose. We were talking about this beforehand. Oh Jesus! It's okay. I'm it was sorry. somebody very special's birthday, so yes. I forgive you. That's happy okay. birthday, Smitty. Happy yes, birthday, Smitty happy girl. Happy birthday, Smitty. While we're still in The Exorcist. Let me just talk about a few quick casting facts slash alternatives that I came across while I was looking at this. Okay? I actually was very surprised. Very cool. Very stuff. cool stuff. So Father Marin, who was the Three-Eyed Raven from Game of Thrones, Max von Sydow. Studio's first choice, Marlon Brando. That would have been rad. That would have been awesome. my God. Yeah. But I guess uh, so Friedkin actually objected to this uh, very strongly because he thought immediately if you cast Marlon Brando... It's a Brando movie. Well, which, Brando doesn't read his 100%. lines. Exactly. He, oh, so, he doesn't memorize his lines. He demands you like have someone with yeah. fucking cue cards. Well, if you ever if you ever watch the documentary about the Island of Doctor Moreau movie that he was in with Val Kilmer, oh, yes. uh, by the way, I he love was yeah. a monster on that set. That movie's great. He was a fucking cocksucker as an actor. Oh, yeah. he was. Yes, uh, Father Karras. A couple people that almost played him before Jason Miller, who is so the father so of. Long? I know, Sylvester Stallone. No, uh, no, close like Jack Nicholson. Right? So, uh, J- uh, Jason Miller, by the way, is the father of Jason Patrick from Sleepers. He's been in a few other things. Sleepers was the movie with Brad Pitt that came out in the early 90s. He's been in a few other things. But uh, Father Karras, Jack Nicholson, Paul Newman, and Stacey Keach. Uh, Stacey st- Keach would have been Jack Nicholson. All strongly been considered. Awful. Yeah, I, I couldn't see Jack in that role. Newman, maybe, but Stacey Keach, I, I could Newman! Mm-hmm. Stacey Keach, Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah. I think Jason Miller was the <laughs> no, best possible role for that. He was great. He was fan- I mean, the re- he, he got nominated for an Academy Award for it. He was phenomenal. And it's movie. because of great. that. I think there's two parts in that movie, and it's when she turns her head around, mm-hmm. and he's just like, oh my fucking God. And then the, that's not my mother! That, yes. You know what I mean? Very good. Very good. And then the scene when he gets hammered with his buddy at his loft. Yes, that's good too. Yeah. Very good scene. So I mean, it, it, it is. We also talk about the fact that it is a long movie, but there's some very movie. good character development with with you in know, the Exorcist. Father Karras. Yeah. What? I was saying there's a gay priest in that movie. Oh, this, this is, is your offensive. Yeah, this is your opinion. This isn't offensive. I didn't. I just didn't know if I missed the part, something. No. So the part where they're all downstairs hanging out by the piano singing. 
Oh, the dude that, that guy is super gay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I am. Andrew no, has a supreme gaydar. No, very, I'm very good. Right gaydar. He's so gay. He's like this music is fantastic. He's the gayest person I've ever met. I love He's that skin. That's another great. Uh, scary not that there's anything wrong with that. Uh, scary movie. Seinfeld. Scary no, movie two rip that they did. Yeah, where yeah, he's yeah, singing yeah. all the rap songs instead. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, that guy's so gay. Do you guys know Nothing who was in the that. running for Chris McNeil, uh, ultimately played by Ellen Burstyn? Kristen Glover. Couple famous actresses: Audrey Hepburn, Jane Fonda. And Bancroft. Couple, well, couple. Audrey know, Hepburn. Something white. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Audrey, Audrey Hepburn, Hepburn would have gone. Yeah. What was that movie that she was in? It's on that top 100 list. Oh. Uh, oh, uh, Hepburn? Yeah, um, with uh, the uh, blind uh, lady. Oh, um, Wait Until Dark? Wait Until Dark. That yes. movie is fucking... That's a Hitchcock. That very was good so movie. good. Yep. Very good. Well, of course, it was a Hitchcock. Is That's there. one of my favorite. Plus, Audrey Hepburn's a fucking babe. Mm-hmm. So it was. Yeah. Well done. Was it was. Yes. She dead. Was. was she dead? Big dead. Two um, more for you. Obviously, probably the most important role of the movie was Reagan McNeil. Okay, there was a rigorous casting process for this part. Many directors passed on the project because they did not think that a twelve-year-old girl could do an adequate job portraying this character. Or should one of the directors that famously passed in this movie, Stanley Kubrick. Imagine if Stanley Kubrick directed this movie. would have been insane. Yeah. Or, would have, or it would have been totally different. It would have been way different. He probably yeah. wouldn't have directed The Shining if he did this movie because he had, would have had done a, sh- a horror movie at that point. If he didn't seem into it, why would he I do mean, a job? I mean, Clockwork Orange is a horror movie. I think so, too. I mean, there's a scary scenes in a Clockwork 2001 Space Odyssey is a horror movie. Yeah. I mean, I think Eyes Wide Shut has elements of a horror movie. Too, That's a horror movie. That's yeah. Talk about... He did a movie with Full Metal Jacket. That's a fucking freaky movie. The first half's a horror movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yes. Catherine, do you know who almost got cast as Reagan McNeil in this movie? Who? Uh, Denise Nickerson, who you may not recognize. She played. Who is that? (laughs) Violet Beauregard in Willy Wonka. And the Chocolate Factory. Oh, I don't know if I Violet, you're turning Violet. I think she was. You're too, turning Violet, Violet. Well, and in the same sense, like you don't know what the actress is like when mm-hmm. they go into like a different character. I think Violet Beauregard. She was the one that kept you in the gum, yes. right? And she was and then very. Then she turned like, into the She had dark hair. She was very. Yeah. Her dad wouldn't I, sign any contract. I like Linda Blair. Linda Blair was nice, like sweet, cherub, angelic face. Her regular character though bothered the fuck out of me. She was so he annoying. That, yeah, yeah. We talk about. It. I know uh, you didn't like her. I don't know, Dad. Uh, There's no Dad. Me. But uh, she's <laughs> talking about her mom. Me. She's fucking me. It's a bunch of nonsense. So apparently, but I'm glad she died. So during this she rigorous, she didn't die. She, she didn't, didn't die. die. She I know. Lived. She should have died. <laughs> But she didn't. Linda Blair. Are you talking like about Like the Violet? character, like the character, or like Linda Blair? Her character, like the person, like Reagan. Like Reagan. Reagan. Yeah, it was so annoying. It was like no one acts like. Well, that. so here's the thing I like brought up like before we did the podcast is like, did do you which do you prefer? If I'll ask you guys, which do you prefer? Yeah. Like the the original movie or like the director's cut? Because isn't the original movie end with like. Jason Miller jumping out the window and he dies and then that's just fucking credits. That's that, it. It seems. And then it shows like show the detective the, in the original cut. It, it shows the detective talking to one of the other priests, right as Reagan and Chris McNeil leave. Yeah. And then I, I think the director's cut is a little bit different than that. So I think I've it's her it. like hugging a priest afterwards yes. and giving him yes. a kiss. Yes. Yeah. So I I prefer that one. The the one the where it, it shows her like hugging the priest and kind of really like, see I'm all about a bleak ending yeah especially I, I, with horror because not that's how it maybe that be. movie's just so depressing it's just I guess the detective like, being like well like what this happened is the second fucking person that's so, so yeah. this little girl just murders yeah. everybody and nobody yeah. cares right. yeah. he's like well 
She was possessed. It was this big thing. While, she had a phase. While yeah. we're on Linda Blair, Lin- Linda it happens. While we're on Linda Blair, who you hate. I don't uh, hate her. She's annoying as fuck. Yeah, yeah. yeah, she kind of sucks. So Freakin actually personally interviewed Linda Blair for this part after she kind of passed all the initial acting tests. He felt that she had the, the chops to act for this part, but was concerned about her understanding of the content of the film. Okay, because it's pretty dark shit in there, Fair. right? Yeah. yeah, it's pretty adult content. Turns out, not only did she understand, she had read William Peter Blatty's book. Friedkin apparently asked specifically about the crucifix masturbation scene and if she knew what masturbation was. And her response was, quote, it's like jerking off, isn't it? And she giggled a little bit. Quote, unquote, Freakin said, have you ever done that before, he said. And she said, sure, haven't you? It's a 12-year-old girl that says Jesus this. Jesus Christ, wait, <laughs> after she had done that part? No, uh, before she before. got when she was into secured into the Okay, so yeah. I was going to yes. be like, I was going to be like, that's pretty fucked up to say yeah. after that. Yeah, so it turns out she was, uh, you know, up for the part and hey, knew a lot about it. Okay. Thanks for making this really uncomfortable. Well, yeah, sorry. I mean, it, it's a fact. It's, it's out there on the internet. I mean, what do you want me to say? Oh, it's it's distributing know. information right, to great. you guys. It says, okay. at, at for, in the, for the sake of Friedkin, it's like, yeah. mm. could have had like, at least a woman come yeah. in and try maybe to talk to her about it. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, I think probably. Well, like, like we talked about, Friedkin probably could have yeah. yeah. he, he done a few things different throughout this movie. But, Any um, woman would be he was pretty young when they did this movie. I mean, the only famous movie he did before this was French Connection, which won a bunch of... Another uh, Gene Hackman. Yeah, another Gene Hackman movie. He's the best. Last I, I wonder how old he actually was like for the time. No freaking or Hackman. 26? Uh, no, 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 freaking. 26. He was pretty young. He was really? must have been pretty young. I mean, not, I don't know about You could probably say older than like 35, probably. Somebody Google it. Yeah. Somebody Google it. But, um, freaking? Potentially the most underrated role in the movie was the role of the voice of Pazuzu, mm-hmm. who was the demon that was possessing Reagan. Okay, so this kind of flies under the radar. This is something a lot of people don't know a lot about. So basically, initially, Friedkin wanted Linda Blair to do her own voice for Reagan's possessed self, but they hired an actress named Mercedes McCambridge. What's his first name? William, William Friedkin. Uh, basically, what they did to this woman, okay, Mercedes McCambridge, to sound as disturbing as possible... She insisted for getting in part for this character on swallowing raw eggs, chain smoking, and drinking whiskey to make her voice sound harsh and her performance as aggressive as possible. Wow. In a row. In a row. <laughs> that's crazy. So that's, the, that's the real strike. Oh coming in. <laughs> and apparently, when she was recording her voice parts, Friedkin actually strapped her down to a chair she to make it sound it. like she was restrained. So, so yes, insisted he, yes, on yes, it. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. She insisted upon that. Uh, and, uh, I guess there's been some... some 38. Okay, so that's fine. Wait, so time out. Did she record the voice parts before she recorded... The rest of it, like, when she was she, actually, like, When she was doing the voice, she wanted to be strapped into a chair so it could sound like she was trying to get out of she, something. She was actually, like, recording the voice then? Or yep. was yes. she... Okay. Strapped yes. into All a right. chair, That's yeah. what I was... I didn't nope. know if it was a voiceover, and then she, like, did her acting afterwards. Yeah. No, 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 no. Like, that was the voice. That's all that, like... That's yeah. crazy. Like, yeah. yeah. You hear that. Yeah. That's, okay. that's what you hear. All right. Uh, and apparently, after the film was released... Uh, it was, you know, she initially didn't want any credit for the role, which her name, if you watch the credits, is not in there. Uh, but later on in life, I guess she said she had a dispute with Friedkin and Warner Brothers about wanting credit for the film. So now, I guess you can see. Uh, there. Sorry, well, too of bad. Of course, she wants credit for the in. film now because yeah. it's a huge hit. Oh, she yeah. should get nothing. Duh. Yeah. 
You fucked nah, up? I'm pretty sure she no, got something. Oh, she probably got something, oh but like, she got settled. A good yeah. settlement. Oh, I'm like, sure wouldn't she you, probably Wouldn't did. you be like, and it's like they have enough money. They're probably like, why wouldn't you? Yeah, right. I mean, you should have wanted them the whole time. What kind of actress are you? Eating raw eggs, smoking cigarettes, and drinking whiskey. It sounds like something that you might be in a row. And I would, and I would, and I would gladly put my name on it. I wouldn't be like, I don't want any parts to it. Oh, you made money off this? Oh, here's money. No, I would have been off that from the front. So, Matt, one thing we always talk about in relation to these movies is whether or not this particular movie would make a good haunted attraction because we love those, right? So. Damn. I never ever thought that this movie would make sense as a linear walkthrough type haunted attraction. No. But as it turns out, the best in the business, Halloween Horror Nights at Universal in Orlando and Florida, did just that. And they turned The Exorcist into a haunted house at Halloween Horror Nights 26, which was in 2016, uh, in Florida and in California. And it was featured alongside other properties like American Horror Story. Halloween 2, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> so random, Halloween 2. Krampus yeah. and The Walking Dead. Okay. So they turned this into a haunted house where basically you'd walk you, through... Wait, Halloween I, 2, like pause? Halloween yeah. 2 I'm the like, remake, or Halloween 2 the so, original? So the that, original. Okay, wait, that's yep. so, so random. Let's pause for a minute. Matt doesn't know your obsession with Halloween Horror Nights. So... Well, we kind of talked about it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, maybe a little bit, but yes. So Mike follows Halloween Horror Nights on Twitter and on whatever Everything, social media yeah. platforms. Well, we've and been to the event twice. At least twice. twice. We've been twice. And that's in Universal Studios. Yes, in Orlando. Yeah, I've never, it's, never been there. It is 100. percent I mean, not obviously this year, but um, well, well, well worth it. I've to heard go. they have like a phenomenal like old school monster thing too. Yeah, dude, you you. They if honestly, you're a horror fan, you, you got to check it out. You got to go. My at least introduction once. to mo- like horror was Abbott Costello meet Frankenstein. Oh, I love those movies. I was oh. five, and That's awesome. uh, Lon Chaney Jr.'s transformation into mm-hmm. the Wolfman fucking scared the shit out of me. Yeah, and I went to bed. I was like, nope. And then yeah. the next day, I watched the movie again <laughs> when it was you know daytime, yep. and I was like, this is rad. Yeah. And then Aww. since then. I've been upset. I was like upset every Halloween. Like we gotta go to the. Mo- I called it mm-hmm. the monster store, mm-hmm. going to like the Halloween shops and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I always wanted the Frankenstein mask, but they're obviously nine hundred thousand well, billion. I'm, billion I'm billion right there with so. you. I mean, I've, you I've, guys have just become best friends. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've always I've always had an affinity for the Universal classic monsters. Yeah. As, as you can see, I love all those old movies, and I love. The I fact hate monsters, that... so take him as your new husband. <laughs> but yeah, like, it's we, fine. We, we, like, <laughs> I got I got my thirty movie Blu-ray box set, yeah. dude. Oh, yeah. great! I'll have to trade with you. But so one of the things that was interesting about this particular house is that Halloween Horror Nights is known for their attention to detail. Yeah. This house obviously was no different. Uh, they've been known to incorporate certain smells into their haunted houses to kind of immerse you more in the experience. Okay. And we talked about the vomit pea soup scene before. Ooh, so they actually gross. incorporated a pea, uh, like not like not like your pee urine, pee. but like <laughs> the vegetable pea, as in like pea soup, and vomit smell into the room where you walk through, and the Reagan actress is vomiting. Ugh. The scene, gross. the yeah. smell was apparently so intense that guests were complaining after oh. the first couple of nights that they had to tone it down. It was so strong. But it just goes to show... I would have been like, well, that's the devil. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's like, <laughs> but like, yeah, that's the level yeah. of detail they go into, and like they were probably the only people that could pull off a haunted house for this movie. And I would recommend, if you get a chance, Google Halloween Horror Nights of the Exorcist and watch the YouTube video. There's a walk. It's like a little walk. They're phenomenal. Yeah. All right, before we wrap up, real quick, guys, do you have an MVP of the Exorcist? This can be 
best character. Karis. Who won the movie, Matt? It has to be a character. Character, director, Anyone. could be anybody. Actress, yeah, actress, it actor. Uh, skip over me. Let me come back to me. Personally, I think I think Reagan is the winner of this movie. I mean, she's the most lasting character from the movie. Horror icon, Reagan McNeil, my MVP. Andrew? I say Karis. Okay. Because without him, is that demon gone? Probably not. That's actually a really That's a good point. Awesome point. Mm-hmm. He sacrificed himself to kill that demon. He did. I he the really, MVP. I really like the older priest guy. Father I Marin. Don't remember yeah. his name. Um, but I, I liked just that he was like there from the beginning to the end, kind of until he died, and then that was that was the end of him. But he yeah. kind of carried the story through everything. Um, well, obviously, it started out with him mm-hmm. right. in Iraq, yes. and you see kind of him confronting exactly. evil, and it comes full circle. He when carries the story through the whole movie. He pretty much, he ends up getting killed. Yes, yeah. yeah you don't see how or why either. No, well, I, so I, I looked into that before, and they said it's a heart attack that what he what he dies from is the official like yeah. synopsis or whatever. But right. like you know, you see the movie starts, you and see him in and Iraq. And then the, mo- yeah, the movie, exactly. like, obviously, like, so it crazy. really, really kicks off with the exorcism part. Mm-hmm. And when he steps out of that cab, and he's standing in the light of the street light, yeah. and he's looking up at the house, one of the most iconic shots in all of horror cinema history. Due to a fire. Very good choice. Great choice with Father Marin. Matt, do you have a chance to think Thank about yours? You. I agree with Andrew. Um, Father Karras. His, the whole movie... He's losing his faith, and then he decides to take his own life. Yeah. Over. Yep. To, to knowing save, to that save a girl. evil actually does exist, yeah. and he doesn't he even want to ever girl. have anything to do with it again. Yeah. 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 I agree with you. All all good choices, guys. We've talked at length about The Exorcist right now. Anybody have any final thoughts? Anything they haven't talked about? Anything you want to wrap and tie a bow on this baby with? Matt. Uh, yeah, I think uh, like. After everything we talked about, The Exorcist, it holds up. And, like, any true horror fan knows that. And the whole movie, if you watch it, and you watch it again and again and again, you pick up so many more things as it goes. There's little things. It's the, it's her being this innocent child to this fucked up monster. It's And it's not her path to destruction, but it's also Karis' path to destruction yeah. as well. It's his own demons yep. that lead and, him. And you also have Ellen Burstyn's fucking downfall of just, like... Her being wrapped up in her own work that she doesn't even yep. really get to be a mom, and then you know her child becomes fucking evil and like. I wanted to bring this up earlier. Do you think there's any significance <laughs> to the fact that he doesn't have Reagan's a father <laughs> is not even shown in the movie at all? He's not given a name. That's We've a talked about it. Brought this up earlier. Yes. I googled it. I couldn't find any sort of significance. If like it no is, sort it's of unknown. themes or anything like that. It, yeah. It's weird. It's it just makes random. sense. It would but, make I mean, sense. it happens. But Maybe I mean, her father is a good devil. Yeah. Well, there doesn't... Isn't there the rumor that she has a relationship with uh, Bert Dennings? See, that yes, That was the one is. thing that I thought too, That maybe she killed him and because... So you think... He might have been her father. That potentially. Ellen Burstyn killed her father? No, the, in demon, the demon probably brought it up. No, 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 no. She, well, Ellen, uh, uh, Chris McNeil says her father's in Europe at this time, and Father Kara says, have you told him? And she says, no, I haven't. And he says, well, you really should. And at that point, he's already dead. 
So it's like, can she really tell him? I don't know. It's an interesting theory. Okay, I, I agree. Yeah, yeah so I don't know. You, I haven't like been able Bert to find Jennings anything about it, but like, her, yeah. it's just weird that there's. Okay, so obviously there's no father figure in her life, right? And it's not really talked about a lot. And then that guy is randomly thrown out the window by either Reagan or Chris McNeil. It's never shown. Yeah. I never thought of it strange. being by Chris McNeil. Strange, too. right? Yeah. Like, it, it, it's an interesting thing to think about. And that's when, that's no... the night that she comes down and she fucking pisses exactly. the floor. Exactly. Like, she yeah. tells yeah. the you're astronaut, gonna you're going to die up there. Yeah. And she pees herself. And, like, yeah, so it's an interesting thought pieces obviously Did we no also mention like Chris McNeil not Chris McNeil who the fucking mom is Ellen Burstyn Ellen Burstyn looks just like Susan Ross's mother from, Seinfeld. from Seinfeld yeah she does she does look a lot like Susan Ross I she thought it was really the same does. person I was like are you she sure really this does. isn't the same person is what are your horse's names George <laughs> what is it uh, what, what and Prickly Pete I like Seinfeld I'm not like Prickly Pete and something else but yeah Andrew any final thoughts on on The Exorcist <laughs> it's the best uh, paranormal movie that there is ever made. Okay, fair enough. Cat, <clears throat> other wrap up. Um, I also like other The Exorcist than. a lot. It's great. Do it's you? a great movie. I would recommend to everybody. And that's my final thoughts on it. Cat gives it two thumbs up. But yeah, no, I just watched it. Uh, you know, a few hours ago today. Um, since yeah. I since I actually watched it since I was like a kid, Jesus, yeah. like a teenager, and um, <laughs> I even watched the beginning and I was like, "This is the Exorcist." I was like, "They're like in you know like they're digging fossils." I was like, "What is this?" Exorcist? <laughs> like, what am I watching? Jurassic I was like, Park? "What am I watching?" Where's Sam Neill and the Raptors? Right I was what like, am I watching? I don't see Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Shit." <laughs> <laughs> What's the magic word? Dino DNA. So you guys, have you seen the dig up dig up dinosaurs? So have you seen the video? It's the trailer. If it was Pee Wee's Big Adventure, yes, I have so seen it. It's good. very funny. It's very funny. So yeah, I mean, The Exorcist is a classic. I don't really know what else I can say about it at this point. That's going to add anything new on top Nothing. of what I've already said. I mean, if you haven't seen it, why are you even soliciting at this point? What are you doing? Go watch The Exorcist. It's on HBO Max right now. It's a little long, but you it's could probably it. go buy a copy of it at <laughs> you Walmart could, for yeah, very. If you haven't seen it, yeah. I hope very, you have a DVD player. Cheap. You can skin it for a buck. It's yeah, probably exactly. on the Red Box. Exactly. The Red Box. Red Box. Really? Yeah, it's on a you. It's outside of Market Basket. Market Basket. Market Basket. Wow. Give me a job lot for fifty-five <laughs> cents, kids. <Jesus Christ. laughs> all right. Well, I think if that's I'm all we have on the Exorcist, you really want to argue? Why don't we wrap up for the night? So first and foremost, Matt, I want to thank you so much for coming on, man. Thanks thank so you, much man. for coming out. I'm excited to be on this one. Thank hanging you. out with us. I know this was a uh, a big a big movie for you, so I'm so glad you came with us. And uh, honestly, we'd love to have you back for another episode. Yeah. Up for it. Absolutely, if we didn't off too much nope, tonight. I'm down. But uh, uh, yeah, get thank, me on here with Craig, dude. Well, it's been, it. been wow. very yeah. good. Oh, dude, we can do a, yeah, that, that would be a good big, Maybe for like one of our like uh, maybe our fiftieth episode, we could do a big episode. Fiftieth, fiftieth. That'll be, be cool. like a half century. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yes, I know, right? But uh, yeah, so thanks for tuning in to another episode of America's Hometown Horror. My name is Mike. As always, I'm joined by Cat and Andrew, and as you just heard, our special guest Matt Audette. Here's where you can find thanks, us guys. on the following social <laughs> media platforms. Like oh, thanks, guys. One more thing. Um, if you want to, Matt, where can people find you on social media? Facebook, just my 
own name, Matt. Okay. Yeah. My fucking name. Matt Audette. Matt Twitter, Audette. Matt Audette. <laughs> and you might also see Matt around town uh, playing guitar at yep. Speedwell at... Uh, On Fridays. Uh, yeah, Speedwell. Yeah. Yep. And where else do you play usually? Um, New World Tavern. Yep. So that's, yeah. that's my Wednesday. I'm not going to be there tomorrow. Okay. Well, this will be aired anyway next week, but... Yep. Wednesday night's over there, so yeah. Cool. Those are my two residencies that I got back after right. the whole Go out and check Matt out. He's extremely talented, and uh, support him. But here's where you can find us on the following social media platforms. On Facebook, you can search for Who's America's Hometown Horror. You can uh, search for us on Twitter, at Hometown Horror. On Instagram, at Hometown Horror Pod. You can also email us at hometownhorrorpodcast at gmail.com. And you can also... And you can also subscribe <laughs> to our show uh, on the following platforms, wherever you may get your podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, and wherever the fuck else you may listen to your shows. Thanks so much for tuning in. Everyone, say goodbye to your listeners. Goodbye! Goodbye! Don't the tell me what to do. compel you. Yeah. Thanks for listening, and if you're looking for other podcasts to listen to, you can check out the other podcasts on the Art podcast network we have retro redoctopus we have america's hometown horror bar talk old colony cast and of course inebriart so you can check those out wherever podcasts are found like comment and subscribe so we can reach more listeners and thanks for listening